Let's see. Maybe save we'll some. See. Maybe destroy some. Ah, let's do this. Wrong button. I am so... Hey, hey, Internet. My name is Todd, and uh, welcome back. Uh, thanks for coming and, and joining us. If this is your first time out, we play some role-playing games here. Today, we're going to be playing some Yo Dungeons Finn. and Dragons. Hey, Yofin. So many buttons. So many buttons. You guys have no idea. I'll, I'll take a picture and stream it sometimes. It's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, we got the crew just waiting. They're chomping at the bit to get back to hell. Uh, I am going to be the dungeon master tonight, and we're going to be playing some Descent into... Uh, into green screen. Uh, Descent into Avernus. And, of course, you know, I realized the other day we took an incredibly morally ambiguous group and we dropped them into hell. I think the module is written for heroes. I don't, I don't know if you guys qualify as that. No offense. Anyway, <laughs> so today we're going to be uh, continuing an adventure. We're on episode 25, guys. 25. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, Ooh. so we're just going to go around the table real quick, do uh, some introductions of people and characters, and uh, then we'll do a quick recap. And then I'll drink some more coffee and we'll start the game for realsy. Gordon, how's hey. it going, man? Oh, and don't forget Great. to plug your thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gordon, um, in my spare time, I, I make board games. And I have an upcoming one called Lost Ones that's coming out uh, on Kickstarter in the fall, probably around end of September, beginning of October. And uh, thank you, Vidal, for letting me plug that. Um, I want to play this it on stream, actually. I think that Yeah, yeah, let's, we'll definitely uh, play it on stream. Um, it was actually showcased at Gen Con Online. Uh, in a smaller convention last week, so and and we'll be at Spiel as well. So um, they have um, they have tabletop simulator for with uh, not the whole game, but about probably the first quarter uh, nice. that could be played. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So and in this campaign, I pay Fenris, the ah, resident yes. shadow sorcerer. Yes, he's uh, twisted, darkened past, but a nugget of goodness and shadow and all that or are you just throwing throwing in the towel and just being like what up i murdered people you know what i've been walking the line <laughs> walking the line fenris has been doing you know some good things some morally not maybe not so good things but in his mind he has reasons for doing some of those things justified murder Absolutely. Do have an entourage of refugee people it's in true. some variety, so you know we haven't killed them yet. We're probably yeah. fine. They haven't fed them to anything. Oh, well, not while they're alive. Anyway, that brings us over <laughs> to Darcy. Oh, got the wrong screen going. Go for it. What I I I only thought about it and didn't do that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I'm Darcy. You can find me at twitch.tv slash DarcyBits. Um, on Wednesdays, I run... Well, I don't run, actually. I'm playing a um, Blades and Dark show. Check that out Wednesdays, 8 o'clock. It's good. Uh, in this game, I play Felicia the Thunder, who is a, a Sferfneblin druid and um, is, you know, we talk about being morally ambiguous. I think she's more just, like, indifferent. <laughs> morally just, indifferent. Like, yeah, you... you just, Okay. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't call her a hero, but 
I would love an animated um, GIF if you can make this happen. Darcy also does our art, so the, all the character art is the uh, is Darcy, um, with the exception of a couple of things from Pixabay and and of course the uh, module itself. But um, but I, I I'm putting in a request right now for the first time on live. You can say no if you want to, but then you're gonna make Great. our viewers sad. I want an if you can make ah. it happen, an animated mimic just chomping away on something just like a hand sticking out and i think that'd be so cool i would use that on all the all the instas that sounds good all right uh so uh coming around the table where we got bella hey bella Ooh, very nice background very rangery hey um with my not so rangery chair um Hello everybody, I'm Bella. I don't have anything to plug. I play Darmita, who is a fallen Izamar, and um, I still maintain, even though Fenris is walking a line, I really still maintain that Darmita is probably the most ambiguous of the group. Um, she certainly she, has the body count. She really enjoys killing. Like, <laughs> something fierce. Um, and yeah, she's, uh, definitely having some moral dilemmas here with, uh, her mom and what's going on with her mom and protecting this old man. And yeah, so you've got a, um, but, uh, a crazed old man who's lost his memory, has some connection to the celestial in you and saw that in you, you've got your mom who you fought, um, the undead version and now you find yourself in hell. And perhaps you'll find more about her here. And I I'm... think she's comfortable here. <laughs> it's a little hot. And of course, we've got Trent. Hey, Trent. Hey, I am playing Benkum Talote, a level 10 barbarian. I stand at the precipice of hell holding the sword of the Hidden Lord, or the HL, as I call him. Sword of the Hidden Lord, yeah. We pledged myself to this sword after entering these accursed places. You guys would notice at this point, I think I still have my hat of disguise attuned. And uh, Ben Coombe doesn't notice, but he's like changing his features psychologically in his head to fit more like a, a devil. So his skin is like more rough and like scaly and uh, his face looks more weathered, like maybe even tinged with like red from his typical gray Goliath skin. Yeah, the, the reddish tattoos are kind of spreading. <laughs> oh, I hope and a blending from the skin to the tattoos is almost what I, I, I think I'm going for, uh, cool. but it's slight. Um, I, uh, I have this thing where I, I'm just kind of looking, the way we open with our, like, opening credits is, uh, you see, I look out into the distance and I look at Felice and I, and I say, uh, so Felice, uh, do you have any, as I want to introduce you to the Hidden Lord and it's like, whoosh, it disappears into the <laughs> darkness. And that's my promo for the Hidden Lord, everybody. Nice. And of course, Wait, what? 
Yeah, your mic just cut out as you were as you were <laughs> introducing you, the hidden lord, to Felice. Could you just do that one more time for us? For for the people in the cheap seats. We're looking over like the hellscape, Felice, and uh, I just look down and it's like you know you're short, I'm tall. I just say, so uh, do you know what it's like to like have friends, Felice? Out again? No, I'm just waiting for. I, I wasn't response. sure if that you were res- that waiting for a response or not because it didn't seem like it was last time. So I assumed you cut out, but I guess not. No, this is a great bit. We're doing a great job here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean I would normally cut to credits right now, but you know, <laughs> our work here is done, folks. Nailed See it. You next week. <laughs> this right. episode brought to you by the Lord. The hidden, hidden Lord. Have Chill. you met the hidden Lord and unsavior? Oh, all right. Um, so welcome to hell. We've been here for a little while, just long enough to figure out you got to get across the floating city to the other side, get into the high hall, which you have now done. You are now up in probably the most defendable spot within the city, but unfortunately it is breached. It was breached just prior to your arrival there. In fact, you kind of came upon the vanguard or it came upon you as you were approaching the um, approaching the keep proper. You fight your way into the keep. You then intrigue and sneak your way through into this massive cathedral. It's, it would normally be beautiful and or intimidating and or terrifying, depending on how well you get along with, oh, I don't know, Peller. Just going to pause and look over at Fenris for a second. Anyway, um... So you've made your way to the keep. You've entered the keep, uh, the the citadel itself, and are exploring it. You had a, a throwdown, and now you have just discovered a secret entrance um, leading downwards. As you stare at this open palm altar, the base of the palm has a small doorway that's opened up within it, allowing passage. You stand and look. Uh, Felice just a bit further north of you. Everyone else is otherwise in the same room. And this small um, half-elven druid comes walking out of the side chamber, calling out meekly and being like, Hello? Hello? Um, you're, you're, not, you're not one of those devil things, are you? I kind of just look at uh, <clears throat> the druid. What do I see? What does this half-elven druid look like? Um, let me jump in. Uh, it's it's a male and um, a male half-elven druid. You you might not pick up the druid part immediately, but um, um, Felice definitely recognized that it is a druid and drew a druidic symbol uh, as she continued her scout. You uh, you spot them. They have been hiding out. Um, uh, sell. Hold on, I'll do this in character if I can. Hold on. Hello, my name is Selton. I, I was here when they attacked. I, I had, to, I had to hide, play dead. Are, are you, are you, are you from here? Where can we go? There might be more of them. Uh, they look. We're not. 
Sorry, go ahead. We're not from here. We're not from here. We're trapped here too, and we're trying to get out. Okay. I I believe. Oh, you found it. Yes, there are others hiding below in in the catacombs. I've been trying to keep them, uh, keep them good. Um, and he holds out a hand, and you see a withered old little blueberry-looking thing. Um, you recognize it. Your own druid has given you these. Uh, it's a good berry. But this one, if you've ever seen a good berry look old, this one is. And you see the crumpled remains of a broken old bit of mistletoe um, almost turned to ash in their hand next to it. And they're like, I came up looking for more. It's hard to find. I will take out a uh, bit of mistletoe from my pack. Oh, it to him. Oh, bless you, bless you. Oh, this for this is many sprigs. This will feed many people. Thank you. What is your name? I'm Darmita. Thank you, Darmita. I'm Seltern, Seltern O'Branch. I was studying here, and and then we got then there was chaos and an attack and then it was quiet for a little while and now the devils came kicking in the doors and uh, it's too much I Sultan let's cut to the part where you tell us what's beneath the catacombs because there are still devils around here we've killed a bunch of them but there are more um, do you know what's down there I hear we noticed a little bit of like the signs that there could be fighting down there I had to play dead when they attacked up here and the defenders fell, but the I think that some of the devils went down there. Uh, I believe they found the entrance and then it <laughs> and the imps closed it after them laughing and I had to keep my eyes shut and lay. I've only been here for about half an hour before you got maybe maybe 15 minutes before you got here. But okay, is there a safe room or is down there the only place for us? down there was the safest. It was well hidden until we came up, and I guess those blasted imps saw us when we came up. They can turn invisible, and I didn't think to look for them. So, we've got many refugees, and he looks over towards Archibald, and and the rest of the refugees who are now within the curtain room. Um, more, more mouths to feed, but you are all welcome here. I'm, I'm not a leader, but I've been trying to keep people healthy. Um, there are a few who are guarding down there, but our, our stealth was our best defense. And I'm afraid... So does that mean this is just a dead end? <clears throat> well... Not really. I only know a little ways. I've been down there for a, f- a few days, but I haven't explored fully. Most of the people are hidden in the, in the proper crypts. There's a bit more room there to spread out. But some of the other rooms, the paladin, they they said we probably shouldn't explore too much. So is your leader down there, or like the paladins down there? Uh, Most of the guards we had left are here, and he points to the dead bodies. There are a few down there that know how to defend, but 
most of them have fallen here. They're, uh, or, or they're away. They're with the commander. On a mission to get more of this, and holds up the mistletoe and smiles at Darmida. Well, Fenris, looks like we have to go down. Ooh, all right. The uh, entry. Oh, hold on. The entryway extends before you, um, extending down a flight and then kind of splitting and ending at a wall and splitting around, wrapping around. It would be a good defense point if you had to. You look down and you can actually see some of the walls are smeared with blood. Looks fresh on the walls, like handprints. Uh, clawed handprints are dragged along. You can see where this, the claws have scratched a bit of the stone at the base of the stairs. Uh, I'm assuming you're all heading down, yeah? Yeah. All right. Uh, what's your marching order? Is my uh, pass without a trace still up? I can't remember from it, it last. Is. You had yours marked. <clears throat> oh, right. You did. You did. So your pass without a trace is gone. But my hunter's mark is yeah. up. It's Absolutely. Up. And you used the eight-hour version. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I all right. Yeah, that's right. So you can track, um, although it hasn't been assigned, it, when it is assigned, you'll be able to track really well. All right. So you guys are heading below, yeah? Yeah, I'll go for. I'll go up uh, in the front. Okay. To kind of go ahead a little bit and see if uh, I can weed out or kind of figure out where people the devils are. Alright, who's next? So maybe, I would say, like, you know, maybe similar to what we normally do, like Darmida's up front, then Benkum, and then me, um, and and then Felice, if oh, you guys... Two Benkums. <laughs> yeah, if you guys oh do God. anything differently. But I'll probably want to bring the Druid as a guide. Sure. And then maybe maybe Archibald and the rest kind of stay up here. Sure, when you ask Seltern to head with you, they kind of flinch and, and look down. And they went... All right, you can see him visibly steal himself. Uh, he's not much of an adventurer if you had to take a read on him, but, you know, is we just need you to point us in the Yeah, we just need you to point us in the right way, and we'll take care of it. Absolutely. So the rest of the refugees and Archibald takes up the rear... Uh, I think they would stay up here. Oh, okay. I don't know. We talked about it before. I don't know what we decided. Uh, yeah. I'd say outside of the shot, right? Like, Felice has not been in this shot, right? Of talking to the druid. Oh, right, um, yeah. Outside of the shot, we're hearing, like, this sort of muffled chewing noise, probably. Oh. And then, like, as, unless people react to that, uh, as, like, you push open this door and start to walk down, you probably hear Felice, uh, who was previously a hyena, um, uh, voice come from like the side saying something like, oh, are, are, you, are you heading off? Uh, you found something? I, I'll be a moment. It, it, I'll catch up, don't worry. What's over there, Felice? Oh, you know, I was just... Uh taken in by all these um were they paintings or are they like there are glass? paintings what, what are there's murals yeah. there's sculptures the whole place is incredibly beautiful even it just to take a little bit longer to um you know, investigate what is uh everything looks like up here i look 
the magic is uh, it's hard to pin down. I'd like to take a moment. Okay, Go so ahead. Ben Coombe walks up and uh, turns around the corner. What does Ben Coombe see, Felice? Uh, so first of all, I am not uh, 10 feet wide. That's, oh, that's right. an important point. You shrink um, back down now. <laughs> Um, but uh, I am like wearing this like sort of off purple breastplate, um, which you know they can see me in this before, even though I don't think we mentioned it to Trent yet. Um, and there's like a mouth in the front of it that's trying to chew at a body, um, one of the dead bodies that we found here, like some guard. Um, and I think probably I've actually like I have like a small knife that I found on one of the guards, and I'm like flaying the arm and feeding it wow uh, yeah uh, uh, to, like assist with the eating procedure because it, it's can't get a full bite because it's not a big chest you know it, it's only like this thin ben I, uh, yeah i oh, walk up ahead. say uh they say what what are you doing not like that and i pull out the hidden lord greatsword and and i just like break this guy down into nice little pizza bagels uh, for uh... <laughs> so you're you're busy dissecting uh, actually it's more like wonder breading this fallen guard who was once a defender of of uh, this temple who has been yeah. killed by devils but oh yeah. oh oh, oh that, thank you <clears throat> Ben Coombe, you, with each hack, you, you get this rush, this elation, um, and yet a tinge of sadness, and it's almost like you get this feeling like, oh, this could feel even better, but it'll do. When I cut that guy, I, I shout, I'm Ben Coombe of the world! Uh, you guys all hear that through the echoing hallways as you're about to, dis as you're, you know... <laughs> Uh, literally, Darmida's already down. Well, I would actually like to take some, some time to look around a bit, though. To, to be honest, uh, I don't want to slow anyone else down. And in, in fact, and I think I'll like start to actually try and like take off the mimic, and so that they're not like being worn while eating, and then they can like eat in peace while I go do some. Can stuff. you do a dexterity saving check for me? Sure. Yeah. Totally. I'm time to put you down. Set you down? Whatever. Uh, where's my sheet? Too many sheets. Dexterity save? Yes, please. Whoa. Four. Four. The mimic is feasting right now, and it is not too... It's a bit like feeding a horse. It doesn't always look at its own mouth. Yeah, totally. So you definitely get a finger caught in there uh, as it nice. is chomping away. I'm just looking up the damage you're about to take. So it, it bites nice. you. Very good. Uh, at, it, pretty harshly. Um, uh oh, careful, careful. <laughs> uh, you take nine points of... Oh, sorry. Seven points of piercing damage and four points of acid damage from the bite on your hand. It's a tooth prints I'll all across take the it. back. Alright. I say to Felice... That's eleven. Whoa! A portable mouth? You can eat when you're not eating? How do you do that? Smartest man It's not for me! <laughs> In fact, I... I... 
I'm a little tempted, but I'll, I'll hold back from meeting myself. I uh, outstretch my my hand to Felice. Not that if she was like maybe if she was like knocked on the ground from the mimic or whatever, pick her up from like the deck save. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I kind of like she gets bit by the the mimic. I kind of like grab at her and I like turn the cut and I like stare at the blood like really creepily yeah. and say, "Flesh and bones, flesh and bones." Felice, we're heading down. We're going to kill some stuff. You know, personally, I don't care about these refugees. But I think that if we're going to kill some stuff, honestly, it's the greatest thrill I can share. And you've had my back. And I kind of like let go of your arm. And I have yours, but we're going to leave these fucking stupid people here. And we're going to have to come back upstairs anyways. So check out that stuff then. But let's go kill some stuff. All right. And with that... (laughs) Felice, do you, you're going to just hang it up here or are you going to tag along? Uh, well, I mean, I've been, I've been offered to come with, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I think I reply something like, well, I would not study their way of killing some stuff. Uh, <laughs> there's no reason for me to uh, slow you down. Feel free. Felice, remember that one time, like right before we came into hell and you, you climbed that wall and you solved that book and you read the pictures of the words or whatever the heck those are? See, I beat Darmida's zombie mom back to undeath. But you solved Darmida's zombie mom to undeath. I'm not entirely sure if that's what happened, but um, I'll take the compliment. Thank you. We need you. The massive Goliath standing above her with this two-handed blood drenched two-handed well, sword all right. stands over um, this tiny let me gnome. see if I can um, collect some of the bits uh, and I'll, I'll scoop some At bits up point, into some sort of I don't know you got into like someone's trousers or something and carry it like a bag sure actually the body itself had, had a little, uh, a little, yeah, totally, a little yeah. pouch so you can stuff <laughs> sure. some in there all right let's go okay That's so you guys rejoin the rest of the group, although you are now Insane. at the very back. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, you guys descend down into the catacombs. Uh, the going is fairly straightforward. Um, you're being very, very stealthy. Can I get a stealth check from everybody? Unfortunately, no pass without trace this time. For sure. Stealth check, huh? Sure, I could do those. If, if you want to. I'm great at those. Uh, can I say it's a stone environment? It is a stone environment. It's worked stone, okay. but it is stone. It's underground. There is no wording that says it has to be natural. I double-checked that last time. Oh, so I natural. will take advantage because I look like I'm made of stone effectively. Um, where is my stealth? Right, it's not marked. That's why I can't find it. Okay, nine. Good. I love that advantage. <laughs> love of nine is good for you. Jeez. Was it good for you? Average. Yes, I, I, I'm one of those characters that's very reliant on being able to cast it fast with a trace. And probably I should have, but I didn't. And Bella, you have that 18. You are a ghost. Uh, Archibald stays back, and, and um, uh, the old man starts walking away, uh, wandering off, peeking through the curtains behind uh, Archie that Fenris was at. And uh, ben, Archibald pulls him back, drags him back a few, by the back of his uh, little robe, and says, All right, old man, you stay here, all right. The rest of you, sit down. 
I'll keep an eye on these ones. If anything happens, I'll be right behind you, with or without them. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right, so you guys... Well, at least... You guys descend down and, and go around the switchback, um, and you enter into probably about a 25-foot little section of hallway that then ends with a sconce. The underground is actually fairly well lit. It's it's dim, but um, like it's atmospheric, but it's got these torches that are flashing, and you 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 realize after a few seconds, oh, this is a magic torch. It's um it's a continual light burning on this on this torch. Uh, the hallway extends left, right, and there is a small alcove directly ahead of you with some more steps descending down. So you can go left, right, uh, or straight ahead. I will... Um, I'd like to listen. Sure. Do a perception check. More of the shouting and the fighting because we had just heard that mm -hmm. and I'm trying to discern which direction. Sure, you were the first one down, so a head sounds very quiet. Uh, go ahead and roll perception. That one you get for free. What are you doing? And there's a very are these little sconces? Little, mm -hmm. The firely things? Yep. Mm. Well, for advantage, could I help her? Um, you were You're... you were the way back, so unfortunately, no. Not right now. Um, so uh, in just one second, I'll come back to that, Darcy. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. Because you're kind of towards the back anyway. Uh, so, Bella, you hear off and to the... Um, off and to the right, you can hear... Um, well, it, it's hard to get a pin down of exactly where you're hearing sounds from. It echoes around in these stone chambers. Um, mm. But somewhere kind of back and it, it sounds like it's to your left but it also could be coming from the right and what you hear is no so so all right a few so seconds later you also hear <laughs> is this the right um it sounds like it's a little bit closer to your left side Oh, oh, okay. I'm just, I was pinging on... Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I will drag you to the correct map if you wish. I don't want to reveal Yeah, we're it still much. upstairs, so... See, so, yeah, let me, let me, let me make sure oh. it's not going to reveal everything first, though. Yay, roll okay. 20. I like roll 20, but it's still taking me a while to figure out how to make it work. Uh, 100%. Okay. Um, I will go toward the left, then. Sure. But I'm scooch up a little bit. Um, just to scout ahead. Absolutely. All right, just one sec. I'm going to drag you guys over there. You'll be able to see the map. We're not going to stick necessarily. To, uh, we talked last week about we don't always need battle maps, but when you're exploring a dungeon, they help. So uh, one second here as I drag y'all in there, and I'll point out exactly where you can see. Yeah, as usual, it started blank. Yeah. Uh, there it is. Thank you. Very nice. All right, so go ahead and put yourselves kind of in the middle there. All right. Trent, did you get access to the Ben toilet sheet? You did. Okay, great. I did. I'm going to need to add my token because I cannot. Oh, weird. Okay, just a sec. 
Ma'am. Alright, if I was coming down the stairs last, I'll probably be up here. Yeah, these are wider stairs than I realized. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of switch back around. I just skipped that bit. Um, I would be right about here, looking down the uh, hallways. So I just have to find Armita. There. Come on. I'm walking very casually. You talked about making stealth rolls, and like, that, that did not occur to Felice at all. <laughs> well, does it I'm just walking. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right. We should probably oh, the occasional the, little the crunching noise. Oh, right. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go back and grab that from the previous map. Oh, roll That's twenty it. is great, except every once in a while it kind of grinds to a bit of a halt. <laughs> just use some of my moment to jump in front of Fenris over there. Sure. Oh. Just jump down the stairs. And just oh. loops around. I think uh, <laughs> he's pretending he's a ninja more. with all the uh, all the uh, subtlety of that. All right, there's so, the druid, and uh, just just for kicks, I'm gonna let you control him there, um, Gord. If I can make that sure. happen, I don't know if I can. I don't know how. Oh, controlled by? <clears throat> nope, not letting me. So you just have to tell me. All right, so uh, Darmida, you heard it kind of the closer echo. It echoed from both sides, but you can hear it from here. Ahead of you, down those steps over here, was quite quiet. Okay. Um, there is a sl- very slight glow from each um, from down the steps. Uh, otherwise, so, these little things are torches. Yeah, I'll tell Fenris and everybody hold up, and I'm just because I can see mm-hmm. with well, a you said it was pretty light down here, but I've also got my sixty feet dark vision, um, so. I'm going to go up to the edge of the hall where I see that it kind of branches off. Um, And I'm going to try to stay as much in the shadow uh, along the wall as I can uh, to knowing that I can cloak myself easier. And I can't move myself. So I'm just switching that right now. There you go. You should have access now. So I'm just going to go the 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet here, and I'm just going to poke my head left and then right. Sure. Um, So extending in both directions, you see, let me just reveal it on the map, and then I'll also describe. So twisting tunnels extend in in both ways. You can see some stairs descending down, ever down. Um, It extends to the end of there, and... Uh, to the right it ends in sta- uh, there are two staircases heading down and then a, a branch off to the right and off to your left there is one staircase heading down um, branching to the right and a corner it probably and makes more it, sense in the visual feed if you're watching this but if you're in the uh, audio podcast sorry so do I because I thought I heard the noise come from right around here. No. Brutal. You heard that sound from the uh, from your perspective from the left side. Yeah. Okay. But I don't see anything. No. All right, I'm going to go back again to 
Is it assumed like we were all just kind of waiting for you to go do stuff and come back, or like? Had said yeah that I had asked everybody to wait. Okay. While I to scout ahead, and um, otherwise meander. Yeah, it wasn't far. Yeah, yeah. By all means, guys, if she's away and you guys want to play, (laughs) I will risk that I'm hearing something and maybe it sounds like somebody just got eaten. Dude. Okay. Um, well, this is much more elaborate of a dungeon than I was expecting. Basement? What do you call down here? Catacombs? It, it's called the catacombs. We've been you sheltering. Have... Oh, hello! Oh, yes, I. You're the, you're the hyena. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I wasn't very talkative before. I don't really never got the hang of uh, you know. It feels weird. I don't like it. It is all right. Speaking like that, I mean, not being one. In a way, I was glad to see someone who has similar um, practices. All right. So, what do you guys want to do? Um. <clears throat> so I kind of take a look at the the two casters and kind of put a finger a bit here, like shh. And um, I'm going to say let's let's either take us to your friends. Or we can set a trap here. Um, my friends, we're this way. And he points off to, to the, the right side. Pardon me. Oh. Right side, actually. Okay. We're saving his friends. Uh, actually, he points directly. Um, he kind of indicates that it's d- this way. Down the opposite direction that Dermita scouted. Huh. He looks back at you. Expectantly, and kind of clutching the uh, the um, mistletoe to his chest. You'll be most welcome. Let's go. And he kind of walks eagerly ahead, kind of almost forgetting himself for a moment, as though a person very familiar with the terrain. I actually want to do an inside check. Sure. Um, when he says that, um, cause I'm a bit suspicious of his intentions. Sure. Natural 20, 22. I would love to take you aside and do like a whisper message. I'm going to kick everybody else out. No, it's okay. We'll just say, um, there is a way. Actually, you can do I, that. I with... could do that, but I'm not going to bother. Um, you get this. You get this momentary look and suspicion of like maybe this is a devil in disguise, or maybe this is. And you look at him, and for a second, as his back is turned, you're like, "Oh, this is definitely." And he turns around and he looks so earnest, and he's got he's get like sweat and blood smear on him and he turns around and he's clutching this mistletoe and it's the way he's holding to the mistletoe that really makes you think this is someone who a eats food and desperately wants to be able to use this to feed other people he hasn't even eaten the good berry that he he offered to you guys um you can tell that, that although this is very trying place for anyone he seems to be very earnest about getting back to these people and helping these people as far as you can tell 
Okay. I, I'm mainly concerned about being led into a trap. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to have any kind of ulterior motive in wanting to go this way, just that it's the way he's familiar with. Okay, lead the way. All right. Um, he leads you. You guys are going to have to keep, move to keep up. You guys have control of all your characters, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. you can... Uh, now, Felice, as you're walking by, you eyeball the uh, the torches. You could, mm-hmm. if you worked at it for a while, you might be able to pry out one of those torches. Uh, I was really wondering if they were like high enough for me to even reach. Is really <laughs> what uh, I was getting at when I first mentioned couldn't, it. You could but with a little help, <laughs> with a little help, okay. you probably could. All right. But, I, but at least be, she needs light. I need them, so I I would need to take one of the. Uh, I will just on one of your um, either your weapon or on a rock again. Um, I will cast light for the two of you. Okay, you, for me, you can cast. Who's who's the other you? It's on my back. It's just Bankum, right? Bankum. Half elves can also see. Mm-hmm. I can. Well, well, for for Lisa and for Bankum. I have one hundred and. Oh. oh, you! I thought you said you couldn't see. I thought he couldn't no, see. No, I was just looking at him. The free magic item if you could pry it off the wall. Yeah, I mean, you get stuff there. Sp- do you want to spend the time to do it? Or get no, but I, like it? in this like walking montage, I'm like looking at all the different like you know the construction of this place. Is this like a like a wet mildewy dungeon? Is it like? rocks and there's like mold and grime and stuff i can look at it's actually pretty well cared for um i mean right now there is evidence of um uh foot traffic and there's some smeared blood on the walls in a few places and uh droplets it looks like somebody who's been wounded did come this way uh and then but otherwise this place seems well cared for it's underground there are some dirt in the corners but it does look like it's been swept um fairly recently Cool. Yeah, um, we probably have like this, uh, this idle, this sort of like s- side shot uh, as we're walking through, where I like swipe a little bit of blood off the wall and sniff it and try and see what, like, if it's human or whatever. And it's just like a you know, little side. Yeah, vignette, absolutely. Uh, as we're walking. Sure. Um, so, um, a cell turn, uh, gets to the end of the hall and almost goes walking through, and Ben Coom kind of hustles up behind and like pauses them. Then they look both ways and they're like, oh, good, thank you. Um, and then he keeps on walking to the left and down this way to the left and almost beelining it, uh, just eager to eager to get home in a way. Um, as they get into this section here, it visibly opens up. And uh, now as you guys enter that hall just behind, uh, as they kind of beeline through to the larger area, you can definitely hear some cries from kind of back the other way, uh, back kind of towards the left side, so past where Felice is currently standing, you hear some more um, yelling. Uh, There's not much to see, but I will reveal it anyway. Uh, It's more just twisting halls. Gotta get that map completion, come on. Yeah, of course. Gonna have to do all the side quests. What's what's down down the bottom? Oh, sure, Felice. um, Well, you can you can make out that there is a crypt of sorts down that way. Um, Ooh. (laughs) And 
and it extends that way. Uh, what do we do? Where's my descriptor? Where's my descriptor? Uh. Yeah, Felice is totally gonna go wandering and get lost for a while in down here. It's so <laughs> big. Um, the the druid pauses, seeing that not everybody's with them, and turns around and says, "They're just this way. We've been staying in the main crypt." And it it's, it visibly opens up. I see Ben Coom is hustling over that way, so it opens up into this very large chamber. Um, pretty well lit. Very, it is pretty well lit, actually, with the sconces. Uh, the first thing that you notice, it's a very large area. It's You can see bedrolls and blankets and cloaks, and you can see a few people huddled in corners, Ben Coom. Um, he's the only one who, oh, and Fenris behind, um, who made it that far uh, as Felice goes exploring. Um, um, and the druid kind of walks forward and goes, Oh, hello? Hello? Is everyone all right? And um, you see, as you enter, it's home to over a hundred frightened people. They cower behind sarcophagi in the alcoves. Their eyes are red. Their cheeks are stained with tears. They're, they're sunken skin, and they're very bedraggled humans and elves half-elves, a few dwarves. Um, this is the last refuge of the people of El Terrell. Um, standing before, in front of them, is a, is a, um, in front of a large kind of fountain, uh, is a haggard-looking woman with gray hair, matted with sweat. In one arm, she's clutching this book, and in the other hand, she holds this ceremonial mace that really... It looks like it would shatter if it hit anything harder than a pillow. Um, and she calls out to the rest of... Uh, as seeing and hearing Seltern and then seeing Ben Coombe's massive devil-like body. She calls out, um, Stay back, devil! You won't get these people without a fight! What? Well, all I have to hear. I go Russian. <laughs> she, she was yelling at Ben Coombe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I thought you were saying you were going to shoot her. Threatened uh, Ben Coop. I misunderstood everything that happened. Wow, I totally did too. Your bow ready to shoot at it. <laughs> She's like, get behind me. She shoves this little tiny kid away from her and like braces herself and kind of clutches. She's clutching the book to her chest. Hello. Felice <laughs> comes walking around the corner. What's up here? She <laughs> she opens one eye and then the other, and stops swinging the mace. So she was swinging blindly, and the other hundred people in the room are just holding their breath, standing back and like just terrified. Um, what do you want to do? There was nothing back there. I took a look at the, the another crypt, but you said this is the main crypt. Hello, everyone. Not so loud. Wow. Chris. You really know how to make a room afraid. <laughs> um, I suppose so. The, 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 the witch aesthetic sometimes throws people off. Seltern steps up beside Ben Coom and, and waves at, at this woman holding the mace in the book and says, it's it's all right. They're not devils. Uh, uh, she's like, are you sure? 
I... He looks at you all again, as if with new eyes, and is like, I... I think so. Takes half a step back from Ben Coombe. Can I ask a question based on, like, what we're literally seeing on the map? Because it might not be accurate, so I want to confirm. Sure. Is she wearing a mask? Or is she, like, a goblin? What, what's going on? I couldn't tell. <laughs> Hold on a moment. That that icon is a weird one. Hold on. I mean, where did you get it, right? It's from the module. It's just from the module. So let me, let me turn okay. the page, and I'll describe her. Yeah, um, what's the description say? What do we see? <laughs> all right. <clears throat> all right, so... Um, <laughs> standing between you and what she thought uh, between the people who are hiding there and what is probably certain death is a lone acolyte um, she doesn't tell what race she is but that that looks like she's a half orc or something that's a weird little icon that's very strange I don't know why they did that I just assumed it was a little old lady by the description. There little is no old lady. No, no, just a little old half orc lady. Maybe. Sure. Half orcs are cool. It's fine. Yeah, yeah you can be a half orc. Uh, and she steps forward at this point, seeing that you guys aren't imminently attacking. She hasn't lowered the mace yet. She looks at looks uh, looks at you, looks at Selturn, and approaches and says, "Well, all right." If you're not going to kill us, maybe you can... We don't have much, but we have water. Here. You look at the at the fountain behind her, and it's just got this tiny little trickle of water. Um, it looks like it's kind of running low, um, and people have been drinking it a lot. You can smell the refuse in the corner. Uh, they've been here for a little while. She walks forward and... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to mutter something random. It doesn't matter. Go. <laughs> okay, little half-orc lady. Um, no, we're not devils. But there are devils down here. Do you have any idea where they may be? I don't know. Uh, why do I always do the same damn voice? Sorry. <laughs> hey, she's They're a half-orc. They're quite formidable combatants. Uh, she's a half-orc. Yeah, I don't know, but... We heard them from there and thought you were them. But if you're not, are you from El Terrell? Are you with the commander? No and no. But we are from Taldore. Oh. And, we've, and we found our way down here as well. All right. You, you're welcome if you wish. Oh God. I hope the, uh, I hope the commander comes back soon. Who is this commander? One of the paladins of Pelor. One of the few Ugh. left alive. And, well, they've been, most of the leadership was wiped out. I'm back to my other voice again. Sorry, folks. I'm back to my other voice again. I'm just confused. Um, um, I, I do let her know that I look out. visibly unhappy when she said Paladin of Pelhor. She, I mean, she's wearing a symbol. Um, it's do a perception check for me. Okay. 
I'll take some time to look at these torches while the conversation is happening. Absolutely. See if I can get any of the same thing, I assume. You can, yep. Uh, you could pry one out if you want to. Or or just leave it. Uh, 22. 22, okay. Uh, the symbol that they are wearing is the older symbol. Not the Eye of Peller, but the Peller. Okay. Well, You've got one of those in your collection. Uh, it is actually, yeah. Um, the feminine version? Uh, it is, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, the commander went to find more of more supplies. And uh, I, I don't know why all my half-orcs have to be male. I'm sorry. And uh, we haven't seen them in a few days. But we're holding out as best we can. If you uh, have any wounded, we'll do what we can. Make them comfortable. If you we have uh, some more refugees uh, at the top of these catacombs, Shit. but it's not safe here. They know you're down here. She, at the mention of more refugees, this quick flash of like, oh, more people are alive, and then like, oh, can you see this kind of almost worried look pass over her after a momentary flash of joy? It'd be so much easier if they were all dead. Ah. Uh, with your perception, you could tell that that was a, um, oh, more mouths to feed. Uh, she nods and says, well, if you can stay and stop any of those. At which point, um, you, you hear from behind you somewhere, you hear yet another. <laughs> Behind I, us? I turn. Pretty far pretty far away, but it is it is back the way you came. Echoing down the hall. Right, yeah. Corridors, corners and stuff, we can't see anything. Uh with sense. a with that twenty two, you hear this sound. This scratching sound. Sorry for anybody who was listening too closely and that was too loud you hear this claws on stonework getting closer and closer from down this hallway right Bella Binkum we should set a trap I believe it was McButtons, I believe. Boom Boom McButtons, I believe. Is that, is that what Archie came up with? <laughs> Sorry, not Archie. Dang, I messed up there. I'm, it, it, um, mm, Rosebaum. Something like that? I forgot. Seltern literally stands behind the tiny gnome as though to hide and wait. Yes, Dandy Rosebaum. I'm anti-80s. You're Fenris. He's Boom Boom McButtons and you're Bella. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Boom Boom McButtons and Bella. Oh, okay. And the, right. the half-orc steps forward in front of Ben Coombe, readies her mace, and, and looks up and says, My name is Farah. Welcome to the High Hall. I hope our stay can be longer than the next five minutes. So... Both. Are we... I look at Fenris. Do you want to set a trap here? Um, 
with well, the people? No, if you can scout it and see if we have time, we could make our way back to the stairs and draw them in. Okay. But I don't know how close. I'm hearing scratching along the walls. All right, so Bella I'm and good. anybody else who's going to be part of this ambush party makes their way back towards the um, slightly wider uh, uh, landing spot at the base of where the stairs descended. Yeah, like basically, I'm thinking like, this is going down or up? Like where I'm at right These, now? Those stairs go up. Those stairs go up. Those so like basically, almost every other stair in the place goes down. Okay, so basically, if we if we're kind of back here, like if we kind of travel just around the corner, mm-hmm. and you get there without any, it doesn't appear to be um, whatever's making that clawing sound is still further along that tunnel, taking its time. You can hear in these the, loud I shuffles. Ha- Sorry, go ahead, Bella. In the original direction I had gone, um, because of the echoing, it could have been either way, but it it was from the left side of the map. Okay. Okay. So, anybody else going with Fenris, or, or should I? Just... I am. Okay. So you okay. guys, you guys, and I'm assuming everybody's over there. You make it there, no problem. Um, but you do, as you get there, you hear the claw marks, uh, and you also hear some some scraping stone on stone sounds, and the large thump thump. <laughs> it's coming down from stairs. Um, these are actually coming down this, ha- sorry, the sounds are coming from down this hall, uh, but they echo around and come down the other, uh, the north hall as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so I'm going to minor illusion. Sure. Um, and so I basically want a minor illusion kind of whimpering, like similar to, to what I, I heard before. Sure. But I, the first I want- kid we saw. <laughs> yeah, basically, but just towards like this center area. Absolutely. So you guys hear this this child? Give us a give us a sample there, Gord. It's like <laughs> like little mewling, just basically around where Felice is right now. Okay, perfect. It appears that Felice is mewling and making uh, whimpery noises. Um, the devil. Um, Sorry, go ahead, Bella there somewhere is there like along the walls it looks like there's a bit of a shadow can i duck into said shadow and try to hide myself the best place to get some level of dimness would be down these stairs which when you first entered were straight ahead that doesn't appear to be terribly well lit otherwise this is all there's a lot of torches in this particular room you think All we right. could put out these torches? I mean, they're magical in nature, but maybe the things they don't go out naturally. Can we try? Um, you could cover them, and it wouldn't burn. Let's do that. All right. So you pull out a, a, a I don't know, something extra like a, you know, a bit of bedroll or something, and throw it yeah. over the torch, and it it blocks the light. And so you do that to both of those torches in that little nook. You also see what's further down the stairs. It extends uh, into a small alcove, and at the end of which there seems to be a body resting on a, um, almost looking like stone, resting on a, on a raised platform. It seems very calm down that, very almost almost serene. <laughs> but right now I'm gonna basically when I 
I know he's drawing something out, so I'm basically going to wait until I have eye vision of them in this area, and uh, I'm readying. Uh... Absolutely. So after a few, uh, after what feels like several long minutes, this growling sound—you hear a dragging sound and a and a uh, um, kind of a devilish chuckle. And that scratching sound as it explores, as this devil sound kind of explores further up and down, up and down. And then finally you hear it stop at the end of this intersection and pause and look into where this whimpering sound is. Give us a, uh, give us a persuasion check there, uh, Fenris. Or deception. Persuasion check. Um... Or performance, whichever one you want. <laughs> um, you know what? I will go with uh, deception. Sure. Several minutes, huh? Wow. It felt that way. It did, it wasn't Ooh, actually not great, but sixteen. All right. Oh, my map is jumping all over the place. Sorry about that, folks. Um, okay, so you hear the footsteps stop at the end of that intersection. And you can just, there's a pause, what feels like a long pause, and then the scraping, dragging sound continues, but this time towards you. As you um, look, this devil steps into the light. It is fairly, it's a medium size. And uno momento. Um... It looks almost like a twisted version of armor. Um, it, it's like corrupted plate mail in a way. But instead of smooth plates, the surfaces have faces and mouths, and um, the body is hunched and twisted. And you see this, it's carrying, um, it's got a cloak, and the, the, the metal of the armor actually moves ever so slightly as though it's got extra... Um, faces and mouths in it and these well-muscled but hunched figure as a devil comes along uh, dragging a a large halibur along just almost carelessly along the ground behind it as it walks in Um, what's the helmet situation if it's just like a suit of armor it's not a suit of armor you can see these right but like it kind of looks like that yeah it does and the faceplate is actually this full mask of almost like this weird withered old man babyish kind of face that's stuck in the armor and its, its eyes are definitely aware but it appears to be mostly made out of metal Ugh, that's creepy does it have any horns uh it does have kind of large protrusions where its pauldrons were but it's like the cool. body has sunken inside the armor and it's just plodding forward. Um, Great. Bella, you've done a lot of devil hunting. Can you roll a history check or arcana check? Well, they're pretty much the same, so I guess I'll go with history. Sure. They both suck. Uh, normal roll, I'm assuming? Yeah, normal. Uh, no, it's a favorite enemy, so you'd have advantage. 
gotta have okay. something as a ranger. Come on. <laughs> I mean, not that, but Ooh. you should. <laughs> nine. Wow. Oh, sorry, what was that? That was a B. It's a nine. Ooh, it's oh, a... that sucks. <laughs> so you don't recognize what kind of um, devil this is. But it is definitely fiendish in nature. You get that for free. And well, that I kind of figured. <laughs> it does not sound like it was alone, but this is definitely the first one in the area. I think you can see the name of that oh. or no? Oh, wait, we can't even see it. Is it? Oh, oh, it came from the other direction. I wasn't even looking over there. Yeah. Wow. No, neither was I. I was looking north, because that's where you said the sound was coming from. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> well, the sound, the cool. sound kind of echoes from all sides, but it is... Yeah, no. Let me roll a perceptive jet. Oh, got a one. All right, cool. Yeah, I thought it was coming from the other direction. You I bet hear it another dragging kind of of that, pl um, of that uh, halibird not too far behind as these things come kind of pseudo-marching, lurching up the, up the way. There's two... Then a third. Then a fourth. There's you know, I hear them getting closer, but I don't see anything yet. I'm like looking they, down they have, like the northern hall. The first hall, two have now reached the light. <laughs> I just want to stay in the darkness. and uh, They go walking in and looking around for this source of this sound. And you hear them. One of the first one turns and like... <laughs> Its mouth opens, and it makes some sounds, but it is not language. It's almost this weird, Ooh. metallic, muffled sound. Yo, Finn. Said. So One of them has a stutter. Like <laughs> nice. It's like something trying to speak, but it's crushed windpipe in a metal yeah. mask. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Bane on a bad day. I mean, as long as they don't notice me, I just I would probably just let them all come in to see how many there are. Sure. Um, but I'm preparing a spell, like, in, in my mind. Um, we can assume we're in complete darkness where the, the three of us are standing, right? Yeah. And probably you, also where Fenris is? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, you, both, you are in darkness. However, they don't seem to be slowing down about that. Well, they, wait a sec. Do they, well, have, they, don't, are they, they do have darkness. Do they seem like they're heading towards us? Or are they just lumbering forward? They 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 kind of pseudo lumped towards the source of the sound, and now they appear to be looking around, as uh, trying to find the where this sound is coming. Yo, Finn. Yeah. And, and I've been doing back a bit. Hope Basically, nobody has to fart. A little bit in front of like Benkum, a little bit up a bit. So basically, like right, basically right here, right, almost as if like to draw the bit try to bait them in a bit right oh so sure they, they, yeah. um the first one that's where i've been they it. turn and it almost looks like they they turn on the heel kind of like people who've followed orders and marched a lot mm -hmm. and it's almost muscle memory as they kind of form ranks yeah and and, and as soon, start to move forward as soon as he actually as soon as he goes back a bit like mm -hmm. there yeah. um as soon as they're about to get close to to the corner, yeah. and I guess, is there one lingering behind? Yeah, one of them is kind of standing and and dragging something. It looks like a like a like a body. 
the the very back one that's furthest to the south. Okay. Um, if they since they didn't notice me, I am going to cast confusion. All right, Ben Coom, you see them just uh, they're right at your corner, and they have just come almost even with you as you're crouched uh, next to the wall. Yep. Just just as they just as they're about to round the corner towards Ben Coom, I'm I'm going to cast confusion on the three. All right. Uh, and that's a DC what for their um, it's wisdom uh, right? Yeah, it is a, a DC seventeen. Okay. It is a wisdom saving throw. All right. Pod check. Tidge they might have resistance to magic effects. Oh yes, good call. Uh, oh, they do get advantage. Look at that. So I'll okay, do this yeah. in order. Uh, all right. Nope, only one of them. So the this first one is still kind of making his way, uh, but the other two pause and seem very distracted. I hit the one that's making his way and is not. <laughs> oh, I'm hitting the wrong buttons here. Sorry, I'm just trying to mark them. Uh, and rush out and smack it. I pretty much break the stealth sorry yeah yeah absolutely ben coom yeah. step step smash all right uh so we i was have... went first so it's kind of like a finish line thing like bah. <laughs> look at... oh. nice all right so you you do have to move out when you do that but uh so go ahead uh ben coom is taking a swing go for it um todd would i would i get typical action economy could i rage before um, you could, as you're standing there in the darkness, you could have been building to the rage. Sure, I'll let you have that one. So like emo music, like punk music, I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got this. The Hidden Lords <laughs> with me. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, reckless, great weapon master uh, with the sword of the Hidden Lord. Absolutely, smoke them. <laughs> All right, go ahead and and make your rolls. All right, I'm gonna do my best here. Um. Oh, cool. Two, two net plays. Nice. <laughs> oh, wait, shit. What just happened? Don't let those dice make a lighter idea. Yeah. Bella, what do you want to be doing? Let's go up in the Yeah, I'm... You guys as, get surprise round. Yeah, as they start doing their thing, I'm going to... As a bonus action, I'm going to move my Hunter's Mark to Buddy here, because I'm in there watching what's going on and uh once once my buddy gets done wackety smacketing you're I'm gonna, gonna go. shoot some arrows absolutely all right and i should probably get my handy dandy notebook ready because it sounds like we're entering some combat a great weapon mastered so they're minus five to hit um so it was a 15 and a 13. So 15 doesn't hit, then 13 will just miss. Uh, oh, I just closed that page. Sorry, one sec, one sec, one sec. I don't actually know what their AC is off the top of my head. One sec. It's pretty high, actually. Uh, does they... the uh, sort of any innate, like, plus two attack to decide that? It does. It's a, pl it's a plus two. Okay, cool. All right, there we go. Um, so these are, yeah, they have 16. So both. Uh... Ooh. Now we know. 
That's no. my uh, I'm raging. Yep, and, you're uh, raging. So wings. both hit, just slash. Ching ching. And uh, or does that include the damage? Is that what that is? Or those are the rolls? They both missed. I oh, missed. Negative five with great weapon master. All right. Set up the command. So the first one slams into the ground with this visible sparks in the darkness. The second one um, it ducks out of the way. It's surprisingly nimble for this uh, for its size and and um, mm. manner. All right, uh, Darmida, go ahead. All right, uh, I'm gonna. Whoops. Yeah, that's me putting my mark on it. Yep, that that works. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a little hat. Or that works too. Um I like both, but and, this one will track with it. Um and I'm going to go ahead and shoot. Yeah, go for it. Uh so first shot. It's a twenty. Uh, 20 hits. All right. And that is 12 piercing with my weapon and another piercing with the hunter's mark. And then I'm going to do it again. Absolutely. The only problem with doing uh, roll 20 and D&D Beyond, I have to manually do it every time. Don't you have a sheet in the roll 20, though? Like, you can just do it that way instead? Um, uh, 23 for another 9. 23 definitely hits. And uh, another... So 22 damage so far. Is that? Am I doing that right? Or I, no, 32. I, I've got, what, 12... Twenty-four. Twenty-four damage so far. Oh man! So the arrows are digging into the armor. At first, you expect the it to deflect off the metal, but it actually sinks in. This is fused and has become part of its flesh. It is flesh and metal. It's weird. Um, hey. But yes, you both uh, they hit soundly. Technically, this is an ambush. Oh, you got your third. Yeah, but it's a thirteen. That one does hit the metal uh, breastplate and deflects off. It seems to have properties of both. All okay. right. Coming up next, um, Ben Coom went, Bella went, uh, Gord went with his confusion, and Felice. What are you doing right oh, now? Oh, the confusion was, uh, was oh. part of this. I thought that was preemptive. Oh, I'm assuming that okay. was. These are all preemptive um, in a way. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Bacon was reacting to the confusion being cast. Totally makes sense. Um, yeah, I think like moments before this whole thing started with like the confusion and stuff, mm-hmm. police was standing next to Ben Coom and was like, well, I'm not entirely sure why uh, we're down here, but uh, you were looking for something to kill. Well, there you go. And I instead back up and I go take a look at this altar that you described earlier. Absolutely. So you walk down there and while, while you hear Ben Coom psyching himself up, and yeah. you can hear Bella. Get, uh, actually, you can't because she's a freaking ninja. Deeper into the darkness. Um, you go down the stairs, and there's this sensation of peace washes over you as you get to the bottom of this staircase. It's a bit odd, actually. Um, I don't like that. It's. Hold on, here it is. 
Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, hold on. So at the here we have. Um, that's not what I want. No, hold on, hold on. I'll get there eventually. I'm at the wrong part. There we go. Okay. Fifteen, dummy. All right. It's a small, isolated tomb, and it opens up at the end uh, with the stairs leading down. Uh, an open central area at the bottom. There's a body of a young woman lying on this raised platform, a gleaming greatsword at her side. Her body is not in any way um, decomposed. And what languages do you speak? Do you... Uh, all the useless ones. I speak Gnomish. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I speak Elemental. So I speak the primordial languages. But not That's like the only thing interesting that I speak. No, I don't speak Celestial. Okay, so there are words in, written as some kind of epitaph above her. And cool. um, it looks like she was laid here in great respect. Um, you do see etchings of a dragon and amongst the, the rest of the stonework um, decorating this. You see etchings of kind of the standard pillar iconography, you know, sun flares and that kind of thing. Um, but, cool. yeah, there is writing, but unfortunately you can't read it. And this... Cool. Yeah, and I think that's probably like peace. taking in all this stuff visually is probably a whole round. I don't want to waste too much time yeah, on that. Absolutely. Um, I might actually start casting like detect magic or something. Sure. Um, absolutely. But like we'll we'll resolve that next round so people can get absolutely. back to the action. Alright. Um now we're gonna roll initiative just to keep everything legit. Alright. Initiative. Where's the initiative button? Wow, that's pretty good. Is Mancoom with 16? 16. Nice. I think uh, Darcy and I have the exact same decks. Felice with 16. Bella, uh, Darmida, rather. Oh, did with you want to know my decks? My decks is 17. 12. Dex is 12. Yeah, so <laughs> you guys are Simul Twins and Gore, uh, and uh, Fenris. With the twenty-two, two. yeah. All right. Let me roll some of dice. Hold on, where'd my dice thing go? No, no. Where is my dice? Oh, here it is. Just so you guys don't see the actual rolls, I know I can hide them, but I like rolling the physical dice sometimes. Hey. I, don't get, I don't get to do it very often these days. All right, cool. All Hope right. you got them. Okay, take it away, Fenris. What do you want to do? Okay. The uh, two devils are standing there kind of confused as though awaiting orders, and one of them looks at the other, and the other one looks back, and they look accusingly at each other. And <laughs> um, The last one that's trailing, yep. um, I am going to... Recognizing that they... You know, that they... they they're somewhat a bit resistant to the magic. I kind of felt like that pull. Yeah. Um, I am going to summon Old Faithful. Ooh, nice. Hound of Illman as a, as a bonus action. It almost steps out of the wall behind it. You just, just made those sorcery points. I know. Out of the I shadows. Just... And... 
and um, I am going to use. Oh boy, maybe I'm blowing too much power, but I'm going to use my last light. All right. What's the so, save? It is a. Const I believe it's a con save. Constitution. Oh, All right. It is a con save. Con save coming right up. Let me roll it. And oh, does not have advantage. Normally it would. Oh, probably oh, saved. Roll a seventeen. All right, it did save, but I believe that still takes half damage. Takes half damage. All right, so go ahead um, and roll your blight as you reach out and just pull whatever whatever passes for life away from this thing. Okay, so um, 16 damage. All right. It, it it doesn't make it... Actually, this time it actually is completely silent, but you can see it slump even further and the, the, the edges of its armor kind of gray and crack a little bit, but not as much as you had hoped. All right. Uh, that's your bonus in your action. You want to move or are you good? Uh, I am going to move. I'm going to move just uh, just back a little bit. Now that they they know where I am, absolutely. Done. Around that corner. Yeah, just actually gonna yeah like get out of line of sight, uh, so I can just kind of poke in, poke out. Okay, cool. Um, all right, Darmida, followed by Ben Coom, followed by Felice. All right, I am going to stay here, kind of in the dark. You are literally invisible in the darkness. I know, and I'm going to, um, actually I'm going to, I was here, so I'm going to go to here. All right. So you shuffle a few feet forward, kind of holding, hugging the wall. That gives me a better sight line to him. Absolutely. And I'm going to take two shots at him hopefully hitting this time like she's a little confused what the hell um who didn't die immediately huh. yeah <laughs> what the heck nice all right go ahead and make your shots 30 uh, hits 30 and i'll do the other one wow That's not max damage, though. Okay, uh, it's like 30 and max damage. <laughs> no, it's not. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm not getting real good damage here. So 16 plus... Ooh. The damage dice are not in your favor. They are not. I am just biting it tonight. Oh, well. Uh, you can't win them all. But you did definitely hit both times. Uh, so the first yeah. one, that's 21 points of damage? Yeah. And, and it's on the same guy that you were shooting before, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, that is it. How do you want him to die? 
I feel like I'll look over at Ben Coom, like, ooh, sorry. Um, and just, <laughs> and um, where there's, because you said it was fused. So where there's, it's like more skin, I will just bury my. Just. Uh, yeah, really like deep in. Sunk r- oh, pretty much right into the feathers, in, right in, on an angle. You actually hop up a little using your winged boots just to get a little bit of angle on them and just right down on this angle through the neck, in through what would be organs, and you just see it pincushion and fall to the ground. <laughs> and I'm just going to kind of peek out here and bonus action. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark him. Yep, go for it. All right. Uh, sorry, the guy at the back. Yeah. Okay. So you you peek past the two confused, um, devilish-looking they, they, devil soldiers is kind of the impression you get, and uh, you hunters mark the one that's back there being harassed by uh, uh, ben, uh, by Fenris. All right. Dar- uh, that was Darmida, Ben Coom, and Felice. Uh, five for initiative by the, the... Oh, thank you. Uh, ben, Coom. Yeah. ben Coom will take two attacks, sure. if, but if the, here, uh, does the gut these two? Yeah, I'm raging. Yeah, I'm just gonna take two attacks against one of the confused um, devils. All right, absolutely. So go ahead and make your rolls with advantage. Yeah, reckless, great weapon master. Uh, 12 misses, 14 misses, uh, that's you my turn. buy a hit. Yikes. All right, so you're swinging, and, and the, the soldier devil is so confused, and it's just standing there. Oh, I suppose I have to roll. Oh, it's on their turn. All right, you take two swings, and it's just kind of shumbling around, and you swing and miss. In your ear, you hear this hissing and this almost laughter. <laughs> like laughing at him? Twenty years. Or just like laughing maniacally. Twenty years. Alright, um okay. coming up next, uh Felice, what are you gonna you were casting uh-huh. detect magic? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll cast detect magic and sort of see oh. what's going on over here. I hear some fight again. It's like Keep it up, good job. <laughs> like I don't know, you're missing. <laughs> Oddly enough, there's there is magic in here, and it emanates. Uh-huh. It emanates from her. The right? Great, yeah. The great sword itself is not magical. It's ceremonial. Cool. No, it's a weapon. But well, it sure, is but not, I mean, it's not necessarily magical. I mean, it's. It looks like it's know. been used and well cared for, and in fact, it looks more aged than she does. Um, she is wearing plate, but, you know, it's a burial of honor. Her skin just kind of has this ever so faint, it is very faint, sense of, of a divine kind of magic. I don't know if you can get schools of magic from that, but you get can get schools of magic, um, but... It would be be sort of abjuration kind of feel to it. There is a strong sense of protection. Is this like um, uh, 
what was that called? Like, uh, Gordon, help me out here. The, the body's preserved sort of thing. What's that spell called? Oh, <laughs> can't think of it. Gentle repose. It's got a little Thank you. sense yeah. of that. Is it sort of like that? Yeah. It's got a strange sense of that, but it's, it's different somehow. It's really hard to pin down exactly, but you would think that there's something strange and almost non-magical about this, and yet there is magic here. Cool. Can I, like, um, I don't know, like, do some investigatory stuff um, along with, I mean, I know that's vague. Sure, um, make an oh, investigation check. Cool, thanks. Can I, like, take advantage or something you, from You magic? definitely, from the mag- detect magic sense, you get the idea that um, this sense of holiness emanates nice. from her. Cool. And it, it does take up most of this room and extend outwards. Yeah, yeah, you described it before as, like, I feel like a calm or a hopefulness or something. Can't remember the exact word. Both, and yeah. And that's really interesting to me because it's, like, when a feeling is thrust upon you, it doesn't matter how good the feeling is, That's it's an outward thing, and that's always creepy. Well, it's, um, it's <laughs> odd that it's... you. It made you aware that ever since you've been in hell, in, mm-hmm. in Avernus or at least as this close to it. Yeah. You've had that overwhelming sense of dread and heat and oppression and discomfort and sometimes oh, pain. I should role played any of those. Didn't think about a single one of them until now. Mm. Um, but it's funny because you kind of just tuned them out and now right, yeah, in it's the like, presence that makes total of sense. this suddenly made you realize this is the first time you haven't felt that way in right. Since it's you've like come white here. noise that suddenly turns off. <laughs> you yeah. like didn't realize it was there. Yeah. All right, and that is going to be your turn. There's something very special about that body. All right. Coming up next. Uh, do I get anything for my twenty-one or no? For your twenty-one investigation. Yeah. Sure. You get you you start stitching the motifs together that are etched into the walls. There's some Ooh, art. There's yeah, some cool. statues. Um, <clears throat> you can tell that it's very old, years before um, El Toro was even quite as holy as it is, or was. Um, there was some kind of problem. You see cows being eaten by a dragon, and crops burnt. Um, you see the dragon in the motif, kind of demanding on her, tribute. like catacomb or whatever you want to call it, like like here. Yeah, with it's, her body? it's it's on the walls around oh, okay, her, cool. and you're just kind of piecing the story together. Even though you don't speak the language, you're piecing it together based on the art in the room. You yeah, know, feel you, free to break up how much you're telling there. me. No, that's okay. Like, I'm happy to tell you time. more. Right. Um, you see, this the dragon subjugating everyone around and then one day this woman the woman you're looking at um sorry i I misspoke she is unarmored just dressed in plain clothes Uh, she stood up against the dragon wielding a sword and attacked it and she killed it nice and and she was lifted up by the populace and rewarded for her bravery. But as soon as, uh, like, they go rushing to reward her, the population go to celebrate her, she turns around 
and just falls dead beside the dragon. And that's such a special, strange circumstance. I'm like, it doesn't tell you what the dragon was, but it wasn't small. It wasn't Wormling. Um, right. And she is here interned in a, in a place of honor. Um, at the end, around the image that depicts her burial, you see this starburst motif of Pelor kind of looking down from from above looking over her all right that's all you get all right uh coming up next cool uh at this point the merrigans go uh the devil soldiers um these guys roll the d10 i believe right to see if they wander away is that how that works gordon it's a d10 for confusion nice uh, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm going to just show you with the rolls. There's a three and an eight. You're muted, Gordon. Sorry. I, I hear, hear you the enough. The one that rolled a three doesn't move or take actions. Nice. And the one that rolled an eight uses this action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within its reach. Um, it does have a halibird, so it does have reach. So one, two, three... Uh, so I'll just roll the d4 and re-roll if it's over that. So it turns and swings at the soldier next to it. That was the nice. order in which I, I checked. So it was Dermita Benkum and the soldier devil next to it. So it hits uh, and does a little bit of damage to it. Uh, I believe it's 11. Oh, wait, hold on. I better look that up. Better be sure. Hold on. Excellent. Alright, just this vicious slash as the other one just stands there doing nothing. Uh, and you know what? Because it actually swung, uh, it does it so with advantage. Just barely hitting, but does do some damage to it. Uh, slashes it across the back, and it's just. Uh, takes the hit, confused. Alright, uh, and the other one just does nothing. Alright, up next, uh, the one at the back s- turns and. Um, doesn't see the owner of this hound, so it decides to swing at the hound instead. Who's this dog belong to? <laughs> Whose dog is dog? following me? Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. That's just, no, they don't talk. Um, it, I uh, think that's exactly what they start Does like. a 13 hit its AC? The hound of ill woman? It actually misses. It's AC 14. Clang wow, against the floor and misses as the dog growls uh, silently. I don't know. Growl is silently. It emotes emotionlessly. Uh, Alright. This one's dead. These ones are confused. Alright, what do you want to do? Uh, coming up to the top of the order. Oh, the hound. Hound is going to attack what's in front of him. Does confusion get like a save at the end of the round or no? Oh. Uh, when they get hit, it breaks confusion. It's hit? Okay, cool. Pretty sure. At the end of each of its turns, they can make a wisdom save in the throw. All right. Uh, the one that got hit did succeed in its saving throw. So it <laughs> I is like a... that narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Although, again, it emotes silently. Um, the other one only rolled a two, so it's still confused. All right. Uh, doggy missed. Uh, coming up to the top doggy's of gonna... the... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hound. Doggy's going to attack. 
what's in front of him. Misses. All right. Just tries to bite the armored calf. Doesn't get through. Uh, Fenris, followed by Dormita. Take it away. spend too much more on these things so I'm just going to turn around the corner and I'm actually going to cast Firebolt on it because I'm curious to see if it's immune to fire <laughs> this Fenris. is a learning experience Fenris learning. is doing a science yeah so I'm just going to be like doo, 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 and then, then so I, it's a, I believe it's a ranged attack mm. alright yep ranged attack I've I've successfully got the sorcerer down to cantrips, folks. Yay! <laughs> I won DMing. Oh, got crit. <laughs> oh, critical hit. What's going on? So, nice. fire resistance. <laughs> the flame bolt goes. Uh, so you're hitting the one that your dog is attacking, right? Yes. Your hound. Um. So. You look at it, and it turns its head up and looks at you as the flame bolt goes right into its eye socket. Just boom! The head, the skull inside illuminates for a second. Sorry, as I bash my mic. Um, and you see the skull just burst. And out of the edges, you see the flame kick out a little, a little burst inside the skull. And you see this withered head that's even smaller than the helmet. Uh, you just managed to squeak it through its eye socket. You see this withered head inside, and it it's this shrunken little buzzed head, wrinkled, almost like a shrunken head in a way, and it just takes it right in the face, and it just goes and sucks in through its nose all this flame and then coughs it out of its mouth of the out of the um, helmet, and it just looks back at you, fully immune. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Hide it down your field journal. Yes. Note to self. Note to self. Yolfin said, minty fresh breath. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so coming up next is, um, unless you have something else you want to do, Gordon? Nope. All right, no, Darmida, followed by Ben Kuman and Felice. Okay, so... We're going to do our thing. Oh. Bloody hell. All right. Uh, 22 and... 22 hits. Oh, and a crit. Crit. All right. Nice. So, Oof, laying uh, down the damage now. All right, and I'm gonna do so. Um, I'm gonna do three of my damage die for the hunter's mark, uh, one for the crit, absolutely. So that's an ooh, oh, those are good rolls six, five, five on a d6s. Nice job, that's near max, and it's still on him. Just so you absolutely, that's a lot of damage laying down. So that's um, oh, so light and thirty-four and forty-four. Oh, damn, that's a lot of damage. As you're just like, whack, 
the second shot, um, it, it ex it's expelling the smoke out of its mask with this kind of happy grin on its face, and then the arrow takes it in the other eye that Fenris had, and the and it's just. done for you guys are more than welcome to describe these deaths if you have another idea I just kind of felt like I, I don't know like with the crit not the first one but maybe with the crit like because the other dude is right in front of me I don't know your call <laughs> at least it's gonna like fly uh by I'll tell you what. Go ahead and uh, I'll I'll take you got overkill there. So um, you any overflow I'm gonna put on the other guy that's right in front of you. Does that sound fair? It's totally up to you. I'm I doing was doing. It. I'm doing it. I'm saying basically your crit. Actually, it's the same same number of, of dam amount of damage as your crit. Your crit dice goes right through the um kind of the armored shoulder of the one that's directly in front of you as it kind of brings its arm up um and in its confusion it pierces right through its open hand and just right through the middle it's got a hole you could look through um did uh, 16 points of damage as it passed through and hit the other guy and dropped him so he did take some damage from them quite a bit actually all right up next uh, unless you want to do anything else you and Ben Coon um, fighting side by side. It's how things roll. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm not leaving Ben Coon's side. All right. Some banter. But I am gonna step back one more. Absolutely. No, I'm gonna stay where I'm at. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. leave your side, Ben Coon, but I'll be back here. <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> all right um your hound fades as that uh devil has gone um you guys stare at the confused devil soldier and the other devil and uh as you pile on just you're starting to uh pile onto this felice what are you doing has ben coom gone uh oh sorry did i skip ben coom i skipped ben coom ben coom Take it away. If we, as long as you pretend I kill one of them, I'm good. <laughs> hey, let's see what you roll. Because you've been rolling poo, man. Okay. Just don't use Grey Weapon. You'll be fine. <laughs> like... Grey Weapon Master. Hey, All right, there either you way go. it hits. There you go. 26 damage. Ooh, and which one are you attacking? The confused uh, one or the other one? Uh, the one that was just shot by Dermita. Okay, absolutely. Oh, wait. To the south, right? Uh, the guy, yeah. So, oh. you can attack either one. Uh, the one right in front of me. Nice. With uh, the other 16 to hit. That does hit. Uh, wow, so 50 damage with two attacks. That does it, sir. How do you want to do, do that? Uh, I think I'm just going to, like... It's gonna like bring its its halberd up to try and stop one of my blows, and I just like slice straight through it and chop off one of its like arms holding like the base of the halberd. It drops the halberd, spins, and I just clock him across his uh, baby mast face, and like the, the the skull spins 
like a cartoon and uh, all the way around and just drops nice nice Um, the blood that's hitting the floor is reddish sorry go ahead Trent for the hidden lord alright that one is now uh, done for and decapitated there's only one left and it is currently confused alright Felice as these guys finish off this last one what do you want to be doing yeah, so I like took some time to, to look at this uh, this shrine or whatever you want to call it, altar. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, and I'm I'm thoroughly confused. Like I don't know what any of this means. Uh, Bella, do I know that Dermida's an Azamar? Look, we sort of talked about it because your mom showed up. I don't remember what we decided. Uh, yeah, Dermida doesn't hide it. Okay. Like she's actually shown her like. Um, I have seen you wings out, yeah. yeah. You have seen my wings, so yeah, you would know. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I like turn around and I sort of hustle over. Yeah, you go up the stairs. And as soon as you get Oh, actually, there's stairs. That's a good point. Do I have to do extra movement? No, no, it's fine. As you go up the stairs, though, you that feeling of peace and serenity fades, and you're back in this overwarm, uncomfortable sensation of anything could happen up here all right um what do you want to say it, uh, uh, and bella i suppose um you you speak the oh sorry are you, are you, are you still busy <laughs> at I that point over that's and see when if, the uh, crit happens uh, <laughs> 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 if you're quite finished there's something i think you should look at um but like i i action economy i dash to get there so <laughs> that's when ben coom chopped yep yeah okay I think your mic is muted there, Trent, if you were saying something. No, no, no. I'm just waiting. It is okay, muted. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh, All right. Um, unless you have a reason to keep this other devil around, you guys can finish it. No problem. Yeah, I 100% just stab it through its like <laughs> plate of armor, stab it deep into the wall, and then I just pull its mask off, and I grab its face, and I just like dig in with my palm until I... <sighs> withered skull so you pull the mask off it it's surprisingly resistant to get this thing off like you you're gonna need to do a strength check you're still raging with advantage though so todd this is literally the only reason i brought this guy to the table (laughs) 21 It pulls off, and there's that little head, and it's just currently busy dying as you're doing this. And <laughs> then this, right this ceremonial mace goes whoosh, just out of the side of the field of vision and goes smack right against his tiny little skull and whoosh, splats it against the wall. And you look Nine. over, and Farah has come over, and the mace shatters. <laughs> just totally, like, into pieces. It's now just broken off. And she's Seek. like... Thank you. You're welcome here with the refugees of El Torel. Anytime. <laughs> you give an old woman hope. And she eyeballs Ben Coombe. And we're going to pause here, I think, for a minute. Oh, sorry. Um, who does, wait, who's got a good pers- like wisdom? Uh, I think... Uh... <laughs> ben I don't at least Fenris and I do. Nope. I don't know. 
Um, wisdom. D Demita, what's your passive? Yeah. My passive isn't very good. Okay. Are we looking for passive, passive perception? Perception? Yeah, it's only eleven. Um, Can she tap her like favored terrain? Not in this case. Okay. Like sixteen. Your passive is sixteen, Fenris. Yeah, I believe uh, mine also is. All right, so as Fenris comes around, as, as Ben Coombe has been finishing that, he sees um, Farah, the half-orc uh, um, acolyte, come around the corner and, and finish off the last of this devil. And Ben and Fenris is the only one who picks up on this look as she gives him a nod, and then this second lingering look up and down the Goliath. Uh, and then everybody else is too busy kind of keeping an eye out on the shadows and, and Felice tugging Darmita down the hallway toward this woman. Uh, to the wards, the yeah. tomb of the unknown, um, the unknown hero. And with that, we're gonna pause and have ourselves a little break. Uh, so we will come back shortly. Go get your beverages of choice and your stuff and your things. I can't do that impression anymore, can I? Not that I could ever do it well, but you know, terrible human being. <laughs> um, See, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's the that's the devil that you just offed. Um, very real. Yeah, if you grew up in the 90s, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't, don't worry about it, folks. Be good. Don't do bad things. Be each other. Yeah, be kind. Uh, so we're going to take a little break, and uh, anybody in chat, you are welcome to make suggestions as to what happens uh, at any point. Spend some plot points and join us when we come back in a few minutes. All right, thanks, everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry. Nice. I didn't have dinner tonight because I was playing the other game, so yeah, bang. Well, it's time for dinner. And with that... So you're double sessioning? Nice. Nice. That's yeah. a lot of RP. All right. We'll be right back, folks. <laughs> this sounds, uh, sounds important. Huh? Are we back no. on stream? No, we're not. I was gonna. I was like, I was gonna get to do my voice again. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cool though. Like, imagine building an entire game and system and making it eloquent enough to port it to other people for casual consumption. It sounds very difficult. Take some time, yeah. But I mean, it got easier with with this one because I already did one uh, before. Wow. That's even more impressive. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I made a game called Dreams and Shadows and then an expansion. And so it was that spiel and I self-funded it. And um, yeah, since then, like I, uh, I'm doing this one. It's all, instead of, it's all in the same world. It's oh. kind of um, dark fantasy where magic is done through spirits. It's of Dreams and Shadows? Yeah, of Dreams and Shadows. Very well reviewed. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah. Yeah, man, it's awesome. And, By the way, we are on the stream. Just so you know, I you were talking about cool oh, stuff. I want to okay, promo okay. this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. And we got Trent so, here who's taking taking on the like announcer. I love it. Do it. We're back. Uh, the creator of uh, well, uh, you know, why don't I just give you the space to Yo talk fan. a little bit about your project? Said. And oh, we're you know, live. Yeah, um, that's right, Yo fam. We are live, but we're talking to Gordon about his game. Yeah, Lost Ones is you, you uh, well, in the first game you played, I guess, champions of different kingdoms that are trying to um, 
basically solve, I don't want to say solve certain mysteries, but go up against certain villains. And as they do, um, the story unfolds and it's, you start to realize also a little bit more that the villains aren't, like, let's put it this way, the villains don't think that they're evil. Mm, good villains. They villains think that they're doing right by themselves or doing right by, uh, they think they're in the right potentially. And that's where I guess things get a little bit morally ambiguous. <laughs> um, sensing a theme night. But Lost Ones, um, it's set in the same universe. It actually, it's kind of like a prequel sequel because it starts right at the beginning of the first game and then it goes beyond the expansion. And you're playing one of the characters <clears throat> um, that were kidnapped, actually playing uh so in the beginning of the game one of the things that brings a couple of characters kind of together is that they're investigating these disappearances and you are one of the youths that have been disappeared the youths the youths and oh. so you have been kidnapped and taken to the realm of the fae and uh through certain events you've escaped and now you're trying to find a way home okay which i, like I also appreciated from that uh D game we did and I, I put I recorded and streamed both of them but only one of them's on YouTube so I'll have to put the other one up on YouTube yeah cool thank you though that one is like I guess it's a similar kind of world but yeah um, some some liberties some differences that we kind of did because it's it's more of a you know you're not playing a kid that's trying to hide and find a way home you're playing someone that is either a resident of the realm or um is is capable, very capable of fighting and taking care of themselves. Cut to somebody in a field yelling, Mike! Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do love characters who are not capable. Yeah. It's not that fun. they're not capable, it's just that they're not like, oh, I'm just gonna like walk up and like... Slaughter. You know, take take on... like Yeah, exactly. Take, take right. this big thing careful. on. I don't know, though. Potentially. I was, I was laughing when Van Coob just kept whiffing there, like... Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Is it a cursed sword? What's going on? <laughs> no, yeah, pretty much I've just decided if I wield this sword, I will never make another attack. Like, it's just going to be Reckless Great Weapon Master. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and nice. Red. Okay, I didn't realize that's what you meant. The very first awesome. yeah. intelligent weapon you run into, and Ben Coombs just like, I didn't even finish saying the sentence. He's just like, I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> the sword we're, is... we're live, Bella. Yeah, we are live. Just saying. We're just... just chatting, and it was we were promoing Gord's game. I have food to cook, so. Absolutely. Yeah, we're just hanging. Out. Uh, the two-time board game creator here, uh, his first game of Dreams and Shadows. Uh, well, well, well-reviewed game, overall. Somewhere down there. Just everybody. Just fucking. Listen to Gordon, okay? Go do the Kickstarter, eh? There's Kick gotta be some, like, indie RPG where you play, like, radio hosts. That's gotta exist, right? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Just don't let there be dead air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what they call that? They call that radio. They call uh, that Twitch. Twitch radio. Ooh. I just thought of a concept. What if we all could listen to the same song at the same time? Well, besides this cinematic stuff that I've got playing. Besides the radio. Radio. Yep. 
could be a good idea. All right. Ah, uh, John McLeod. <laughs> John? Wait, Kevin. did I get that right? Kevin McLeod. Kevin, sorry. Yeah, Where did John so come from? John is what? his younger brother. He's not as well mm, known. I messed that up. A, I have no idea. I really don't. I've heard this track so many times in like other sources. Oh, it's, it's in so funny. many streams. Yeah, I have that. I got Sasha Schultz. I got, uh, um, I love Kai Angle's stuff. It's so cinematic, but it's... Most of your stuff I don't recognize. Good. But then I, I, I did a lot of searching to find that. Stuff, so. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, we're gonna jump back to the game, but I figured we'd do a little bit of table talk for a few minutes here. And interwebs, hey, uh, Yao Fen and, and anybody else watching, how are you tonight? Seriously, how are you guys? I hope you're holding up well, having a good summer. Um, looking Yao forward Fen. to doing some more games too. And that actually Jim. reminds me, I do want to invite people too to do uh, like we. It's kind of weird. Maybe it's my OCD or something, but this, the five screens isn't as satisfying as six. And Jay couldn't make it tonight, so <laughs> I think we should, you know, Fair get now. some guest guest players in here. It's hell. As long as there's a character about right, I think we could open up something, mix it up a bit. Anyway, this is a good uh, yeah. good time for Bella to go get her dinner and us to get back to the game. Uh, why don't you cut away to a segue there, Trent? All right, everybody listen up. We have an advertisement uh, this week. We are sponsored by Half Horks Ointment. You might need to rub a little bit of this gel on your horn. Shine it all up. Get it all ready to go. And Did make sure that work when... half itch. Try Orc Ointment. Available in Take... half doses for half orcs. <laughs> That got me. <laughs> All right, that's a good time for us to jump back in. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, don't forget, if you want to be a guest, just let me know. We can make that happen. Let's do these. We're going to jump back. I think this button does things. There we go. All right. So, it might. you it guys might. have examacuted this, uh, and you have, and Farah looks up at you, and, uh, oh, for some reason, we've got... Oh, my screens did a weird flippity floppity. Hold on, I gotta fix the oh, I love a flippity floppity. The, f the flippity flop. Trent. There, now we're back to. There we go. Double Trent. Double Trent. All the Trent across the sky. No. Should have looked at my. Am I just too old? That would have been fun, but it's too late now. I'm too fast. I'm too quick. Too quick for you. All right, so you guys have managed to execute the um, the soldiers who were threatening the refugees. Pharaoh looks over at you, in particular, Pegkum, but at the rest of you as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. We don't have much, but you're welcome to join us. Hopefully the commander will come back soon. Why would we join you? Well, you don't have to, but... If you want a place to sleep, relative safety, you're welcome. Weak. Hmm. And I walk down the hallway. I'm like pulling at the cloak, the like, I don't know. You have like a cloak of protection, right? I Bill do. The Armida? Yeah. Both? It protects yeah. you against I'm the like bullet. tugging at you, trying to be like, over here, right? Yeah, so that's what's happening in the background of that shot. I right. can just see 
Nita just kind of being tugged by this little <laughs> and kind of being like, but I'll go willingly. All right, so you awesome. head down into this tomb, um, tomb of of uh, the unknown hero, and that is proclaimed in celestial above, uh, just as you descend, and there's an archway at the bottom. Uh, you see this body of this woman, um, un unadorned other than plain, nice but plain clothes, um, and this great sword at her side, and this overwhelming sense of relief and peace, and just calm settles in. In general, you don't like it. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming. No, fair enough. Um, it is quite unsettling, isn't it? It's sort of surprising, at least. Hmm. I'm not sure. Must be some magic effect. Yes, I couldn't quite um, put my finger on it. It is something celestial, generically. So you see, and it confirms what you puzzled out in the motifs with your 21 investigation. Um, Darmida, you confirm that the story written speaks of the unknown hero stepped out of obscurity and rescued the village from a, a terrible dragon scourge um, when no one else would or could stand up. This person of very modest means just sacrificed themselves and did the impossible. And for that, they've been beatified um, posthumously as as, a, uh, as an example of the power, but also the um, the humility of those who can rise above. And for that, she has been buried here with all full honors. This is a long time ago. Like a long time ago. This was uh, probably about 30 years ago. Okay. I was thinking when you said a long time ago, like hundreds. Oh, sorry. No, not, not that long. I did, oh, I did stress ancient long. Ancient history. 30 ancient years history. ago. 30 years ago. I remember the late <laughs> 90s. Well, at that point, then, can I do a check that would allow me to figure out, um, well, first of all, is she celestial? She appears to be human. human? Um, not decomposing, but other than that, it just seems very plain and normal. Um there's a few there's very a little bit of evidence of some scarring um that they've probably tried to cover up uh after death so she had taken some wounds from the dragon mm. presumably if that battle did happen or whether it was just a folktale mm -hmm. um can i before any roll is made um i usually don't do the like oh preemptive guidance but i did specifically bring darmita down here to look at this sure um so can i can i like you know say a few words or something it's like druidic guidance not like divine guidance so it's you know a little bit more uh, it's got more fun holistic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right more fun. What, what, what can you tell me about this uh... so you can make a either investigation or history check uh with the d4 if you wish 
Okay, I will do... You said investigation or... Or history. Hmm. I'm going to do the investigation. Oof. Oof. Okay. Twelve. So, twelve. Um, you, again, you confirm what, um, uh, Darmita kind of speaks aloud, I'm assuming. Um, uh, and it, what she says ends up confirming what you managed to piece together based on the artwork. Uh, and you get the idea that this is almost a mystery unto itself. Like there's the kind of the point was that this was an unknown person who stepped up and did this heroic deed so the the text doesn't say anything about like respect this person and don't take their stuff or you're cursed um no. it, it just re it's just saying the story as opposed to the the images of the story right just sort of yeah it's 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 okay. clarifying in case mm -hmm. but you, you very much spend a lot of time looking at the art and investigating things so mm -hmm. you, and you we can't find anything about like story. the source of this magic at all it's just kind of like there's something innate about this person it, it's or maybe almost... they're prepared like like it's like the way they were embalmed or something yeah it's it's actually there is there is a presence around this body that makes you feel uh, like like the embodiment of all the good that this should be in this temple this is a prime example of that well I am not entirely sure what to do with this uh, it just struck me as interesting Bella do you want to take this with us maybe um I mean, I'm not going to carry her around. It would be difficult for me, but you might be able to. Or Ben, cool. Your chest plate goes. <laughs> you just did. See, like, <laughs> I <laughs> sense that I should, or that I could, or that no, no, that would be more of a like a desecration kind of thing oh you're asking me would that feel a bit like do you sense like, that that would be awkward <laughs> i sense it'd be awkward i just wanted to see how you'd react she's purposefully been laid to rest here yes. um as a hero as a right and yeah. i'm not sure if darmita would wa want to move her like i feel like that might be I, I don't know what the... As you, depends how she feels about that, yeah. As you really get closer, internal. it's almost like the air is just thrumming around this calm body. But it's not a... You could. There's nothing stopping you from... In fact, you actually just kind of take her hand for a second, and it's cold. But it it's not the kind of corpse that... It doesn't feel like stone. It doesn't feel... Like it's stiff with rigor mortis or anything. Rigor mortis. Rigor mortis starring in Honey, I Shrunk the Dead Guy. Um, uh, the hand is cold, but it seems almost like she died five minutes ago. 
Well, no, she'd still be warm, but within the last few right. hours, she's cold to the touch, but she is pliable. You could move her, but you get a mm. sense when you make contact. She was laid here purposefully, and there is no benefit. You could move her if you want to, though. I look at Felice, and I think not as tersely as I normally am. I'll be a bit gentle, or, well, as gentle as Dermida can be. Kind of like with the old man, her mm-hmm. beha- her kind of mannerisms. And I'll just be like, I don't think we should move her little one. We should All right. leave her. Well, there's nothing else here. Um, and I'd love to like cut back in time because I probably took a while. I don't know what happened in the hall during that. That's fine. I don't want to. Um, yeah. So the rest of you, uh, if you follow, um, Farah leads you back towards the um, the. <clears throat> Actually, I'm going to uh, quickly go up the stairs and get the others. Oh, good call. At this point, while yeah. they're oh. doing this thing, playing with the dead body. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm yes. gonna go. Hey. So Farah has been waiting there, standing next to Ben Coom and stuff. Uh, as you duck upstairs, and as you go up, Archibald is coming down. He's got a dagger drawn in his in his other hand. He's got his uh, sunblade out, but not lit. And he goes, eh, is everything all right? I thought I heard Corpse. something. Yeah, we were just killing some things. Oh, yes, typical. Yeah, there's a, there's a place to stay, though, so we should shepherd the others down and kind of offload them. Sure, sure. Oh, good. I don't like babysitting. Never did want to sign up to... Oh, you've got to be bloody kidding at which point you look back and his eyes are over your shoulder, Fenris, and he's looking <laughs> over at Farah, and she's been trying to talk a little bit with Ben Coombe, who's generally been ignoring her. Um, and uh, and she glances up and then double does the double take, looking at Archie, and he's like... <sighs> Hello... And she looks up and is like, "Yes." It's like Archie says, uh, "Didn't um, didn't we go to school together?" <laughs> and she looks up and says, "I was your teacher. You, I always knew, would end up in hell." <laughs> I just didn't think I would see you here. <laughs> Helping to save you, no less. I call out. Hmm. Well, will wonders never cease. All right. All right. I find this very amusing. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, so the rest, Archie. Let's go get the others down. So you guys go up. You get them. You bring them down. No problem. Yeah. Um, the rest of you can either dispose of the bodies or leave them where they are. And uh, you guys end up in the main hall, um, surrounded yeah, by like refugees. The, the people matches up. The people that you brought with you, um, there's a couple of happy reunions as, as people from the town come in and, and recognize 
some others and are greeted and there's a moment or two of of joy in this dim catacomb where people are united and and somehow you guys managed to bring people that were cast out and forgotten or lost suspected to have been long gone and you have managed to reunite them and so you are greeted warmly um and uh Selern, Seltern, the druid is busy passing out good berries around to anyone who wants them uh or well he starts actually by passing them out to those who really need them and Feral yeah, he's got to be picky about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are there is enough mistletoe there to probably get mm, probably a good like sixty people. Yeah, probably about sixty, about half of the group. So Seltern is busy making their way around. Um, they do offer you some if you want them, and you guys look around and see these poor bedraggled kids and you know elderly people and a few people down on the regular folk trying to eat in the basement here in the dim flickering light of the magic torches pass I don't need a good berry yeah they're all fine all right um, we get one for breakfast I think yeah exactly so, yeah, it's still good, good for a day for a so. <laughs> I take one so, Vancoum take one all right I take like a handful I like leave like a few people like hungry okay <laughs> It's like, like a five, you know, just kind of picking candy out of a... Um, at that point, you feel this smack on the back of your head. Benkum? I know, yeah. I, I am just... Just Benkum standing there. Someone smacked me on the head. <laughs> you don't even notice. You. And, and it's it, just this incessant smacking on the back of the head. Darmita? I turn around. There's no one there except this ghostly hand for a second, and then it fades, and you see the old man standing there. He's like, you, you know, one of those would do you for a whole day. I stand as Ben Coon, looking at these people with absolutely no emotion to the cause they have at hand. Fair enough. All right, um, Farah comes walking up and says, um, well, I suppose she looks across at Archibald across this fountain of slowly trickling water. She looks at Archie and takes in the rest of you and says, well, you're not the heroes that we wanted, but you're the ones we've got. I... I wonder if you might do us one service. Seems like we did a big one. (laughs) Are creatures like that showing up all the time? How do you normally deal with them? We've been safe down here. Thankfully, they didn't find our entrance, but... They've been attacking more frequently, probing, and then... I suppose one of them saw. And Seltern at this point turns and says, I think they saw us going up. I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Go tend to the McGovern family. 
He leaves and Cuff. goes around to go and help some people over in a corner, kind of sheepishly. She turns to the rest of you and, and kind of in a quieter voice so as not to be overheard. Um, she... We, our leader, our new leader anyway, since we fell down here, she, she took those able-bodied we could spare and went to go and find us supplies and an item she thought would help something called the the helm of the sight was it hold on a sec <laughs> yeah i'll peek up at that yeah I'll, that'll, that'll peek uh, felice's the, interest the helm of pelor's sight oh oh the, the element front talked about that i don't know if it was an elm but <laughs> just... that's right that's right the tree i forgot about that <laughs> Well, the commander, she took a group to the Grand Cemetery in hopes of finding more um, mistletoe and also to get this magic item that could maybe help. But they're back it's, out on the surface. It's been days and days. I... <clears throat> she really lowers her voice down at this point. I don't want to panic the others, but I'm afraid. If if you could go and help find her, it might be a way out of here at least. Maybe back. We don't have much, but we we could maybe pay you raise a reward uh, if you don't mind me but I don't know if there's a pause here or not um, I have been imagining that Felice has like an idea of at least a way down here because she knows like hell traders now maybe that was all like plain ships so she doesn't but is that something that she like even if it's like you know, years of travel away or whatever. Like, is that something she has a sense of? It is of? possible. I mean, mortals do make their way down here. Um, mm -hmm. You've heard of markets and deals being struck. Um, it's not all... It's a way down, is a way up, right? I mean, other right. than falling. Right. Now, there are... Most people who come down here have means to escape on their own. And if they don't, mm -hmm. they run the risk of being trapped here and being either fodder for the devils or getting caught up in the in the demon battles um or making deals of their own out of desperation but where there is a way down what goes down might go up again maybe well i say we're in hell so um might as well check the place out and honestly we haven't really made it to hell yet. We're just sort of in this city, which is a lovely city. Don't get me wrong. I've been meaning to come here for quite a while. But um, what if we can find a way down to like actually, uh, well, not 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 the sticks. That seems dangerous. But um, you know, something solid ground. I don't look at Farah. Like I look at Felice talking. I look at Farah talking, and I kind of you know uh, take it in. But I step up to Farah and I say, "Hey, listen," like in a low voice. 
you don't have much time. We came here because we thought maybe this place was secure and there was a game plan to get out of here. This place is not secure, really. And I don't think you have much of a game plan to get out of here. What does this helmet do? I'm not entirely, sir. The commander would know a little more than I do. Most of our leadership was in the in the barracks and the uh, and the and the guest rooms. That was on the east end of the high hall. That burning crater. You probably saw it on the way in. When we brought were brought here, the companion which we thought was a blessing brought to us by the eye. Well, when it brought us here, it began to hurl meteors and lightning. One of the what did you, bigger what meteors did you just struck. Say? You said companion. So I'm very curious now because I don't know how this place got here. So mm-hmm. how did you guys get here? Like what happened? At this point, she clutches this book Uh, that she's been holding, this leather-bound book, and she says, It's a bit of a long story, but I think you took care of the last of those devils down here for a little while. Um, Oh, did you you close the the secret entrance when you came back? I assume. Yeah, you did. I assume I would have, yeah. Yeah. Archibald nods and says, and like, yes, Mrs. W- wipe off the blood and the footprints that I saw, like, just in case. I know there's an imp out there, but I don't know. We'll see. He, he literally does an imitation of a, of a schoolboy. Um, and he says, yes, Mrs. Jinx. And she just shoots him a look that only, a, a, you know, a veteran, uh, like a nun, would be able to shoot. And even Archibald kind of withers a little bit, but he tries to hide it. Um and um, she says, you know, I never thought that boy would amount to anything. I've been wrong yes. before. <laughs> um, sorry. How did we get here? Uh, it all happened so fast. Um, well, the, the Ivebello brought the great blessings to, to El Torel, and we re- rededicated ourselves to the service of Pelor, and, and she's... And, and we, we've signed our names to defend this place, soul and body. And this, that's what this, this here is. And uh, she holds up this book. Um, she opens the, and you can read on the front page in several different languages. Um, the first page has an oath written. All the citizens of El Terrell uh, Guard take this oath swearing to defend Elturel, body and soul. And then the next few pages that she flips through are just signatures. And it, judging by the size of the book and the flipping as she kind of absentmindedly flips while she's talking about the, what had happened as though it was a, uh, a record of, of their tale. It's just signatures. Hundreds, thousands of signatures. It looks like... Uh... Oh no. So we meandered for a bit, but yeah, is there yeah, a, yeah, the off totally chance that 
Uh, might I take magic still up? Because that might be For a thing. 10 minutes, sure. Um, in this particular section, I don't believe there's anything magical except the torches. Although, okay, the, the book's not magical. Cool. Um, it is faintly... Like, you know, it actually an arcane is, construct that's actually signing your soul away. That seems kind of magical to me. It is yeah. actually faintly magical. Um, okay, it's, cool. it's a fairly faint magic, though. Uh, judging by the, your first glance, you could take a closer look if you want. Uh, go ahead and do an arcana Would check. Would love to. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually taking, doing an arcana check. Like, boop. I'm thinking they just got tricked. It sounds like it, yeah. Net one! Pew, 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 pew. Ooh, let me take a look. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, um, let's see what... More Felice. danger. Felice, we'll come back to you in just a second about that oh, nat one, but I want to find out how... Uh, how um... Yes! Also, you know what? I'm going to use my luck point. I'm going to use my last luck point. Two. I can't do that. No, no, no. I'm using. You're I'm a using... <laughs> Yes, whatever. Oh my god, terrible. Seven. Ah, you do oh, Nat one followed by a nat two. Oh, Dice boy. do not well, want. That was my last luck you're point. You're flipping through and you're just like, wow, that's a lot of names. Dice. Yeah. And it's. Now, in Felice, you detect ever so slightly and she flips to the mm -hmm. end and it just. The, the last page in the book, um, she flips and it's blank. And then she flips again, and it's blank. And you look, and you were like, wait, that last one two ago was the last page. And she flips again. It's just this pretty minor thing that when she gets to the end of the book, it adds more pages. Any, any number of pages that are required. But that's about okay. it. And then she drops the book, and it stubs my toe. <laughs> um, no, but I, 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 I'll take a note. <laughs> Double no. ones need something. Hey, internet? No, I, I do have something, but internet, if you have any suggestions for the double nat ones, we will welcome them. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, I was compelled to sign it or something. Uh, no. Um, it looks like everybody else is. No, you don't. You, yeah. <laughs> you can if you want Not to. from an arcana check. No, not from yeah. an arcana. I'll tell you what. It goes as like, far as... That should as... be like a lie or something, like something wrong I found, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, it wouldn't be like that, probably. No, you just see a bunch of names and, and that's it. You don't really, you don't really yeah. take any of them in. I probably actually get like really like interested in it, like more than like... I, I've been looking at like everything we've been walking yeah, totally. by, right? Like, Great I'm like a tourist in a museum where I'm mm. like, oh, I've always meant to come to El Torrell. Oh, what's this? Uh, and then this just like captivates me and I spend like half an hour trying to figure out the magic and I can't figure it out. Sure. It's just like I waste a bunch of time. And I'm like, there must Gemini be underscore twin. <laughs> what, what am I Said, missing? Yeah. The I mimic get, like, signs really, the like, contract. Tunnel visioned on it. Gemini? Yeah. Thank you. I love that suggestion. I don't know if you guys heard it on the stream, but uh, know, the, uh, the mimic signs the contract. Absolutely. So the purple tongue of the mimic comes out and makes its mark on the page of this Yeah, that's book. probably the scene where I'm like, can I take a look at this? And I'm like trying to like sit down and look at it. And it just licks a longer the page. Time. Yeah. Unbeknownst to you, making its mark is all that it took. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, well, kind of. All right, I do. I'm taking note of something that you missed. Anyway, we're gonna keep going. Um, Good. All right, so you guys. So I'm have... yeah talking to Farah and find, trying to find out how they got here. Think maybe they signed away their souls. 
I am going to tell her actually, like, just so you know, like, the Eye of Pelor, um, you know, we've recently discovered the dealings with devils. So I'm not sure how much of a big fan you are, but he probably tricked you to come down here. I'm just going to just lay that out to Farah. She looks at you, um, she kind of lingers for a second, but then she lowers her eyes and says, They say that when something is too good to be true, it probably is. So, you might be onto something, my dear boy. I think, anyway, I digress. The Eye of Pelo and the rest. Austrian, they, uh, they rose through the ranks and brought our city with it, raised us, raised our profile, and let us be more holy and more successful. They frowned on the other gods, whereas we never used to, but seemed like a small price to pay. But... Anyway, over time, the glowing orb that was the companion brought warmth and light to our city. It darkened and broke. It cracked and released this lightning and this horrible howling sound. Everyone I know blacked out and when we came to terrible sense of falling shortly after they began to call call together people to arms and call the council down the council bell went to call them all to the chamber but before they could gather the meteor slammed into their into the keep. We lost all of our major leadership. I am the last. I am the ranking. I am the ranking officer, and I'm an, but an acolyte. I'm not even a cleric. That's why when the commander came, although she wasn't originally of us, not, not really, but she gathered people and rallied them and we knew her family and she was one of the few voices in the dark we had no one else until you came we um listen I'm gonna regroup with my friends and we're going to discuss whether we can go after this commander or maybe we need to do something else. All I know is this. One way or another, we need to find a way out of here. Because the longer we stay here, the worse things will get. We uh, managed to hold off the first wave. Imps, little pesky devils made it close, but we sprinkled them with that. 
she leaned over. Um, actually, I forgot to mention, I'm sorry, but uh, your detect magic does detect that the pool of water around which you are standing is faintly magical. Um, it nice. is considered holy water. Um, the other, the other thing that she says is, if you want, there used to be a passage. I don't know what's become of it, but I, if you mean to just leave, I understand and will thank you for your service. Um, it, I can show you the entrance and bid you good luck if you wish to go on your way. It's getting late. It's been several hours between the walking and the talking and the battling and the... Wait, uh, at this point, you're... She looks at you and locks eyes with you, Fenris, and blinks. You see her, her lower lip kind of tremble and a look of almost recognition. Uh-oh. <laughs> Anyone else uh, looking at Fenris right now, you can see that his disguised self, which a very minor mis- shift, it's over. It's a hat. Is it, uh, no, Ben Coombs no. is a hat. No, I, I disguised my last eyes. Eight, last eight hours. You started yeah. a long time ago. Oh, I thought yeah. you both have a hat, though. I thought, okay. She looks at... She, kind of recoils slightly. And then she kind of smiles a little bit and shakes her head. If it is too good to be true, it probably isn't. I don't know what brought you here, young man. Seems a bit too much of a coincidence. But the eye has been looking for you. Do tell. Well, I am a humble accolade. I serve Pelor, but. Ostrin and the others have been putting a call out for anyone, head witches and sorcerers who followers of false deities or even deities that we've once considered allies. Well, your eyes were specifically on the list golden-eyed boy or anyone harboring him. I believe... I don't know what they had planned, but I do know they wanted you to harm or to be on the lookout. I don't really know, but I'm beginning to see that what they may have told us may not have been in all of our interest. 
and I do not count you an enemy, my boy. Especially after what you... If you choose to go, I'll understand. If you want to help and find this commander, that would... We would be in your debt. I'm gonna talk to the others, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, either way, we, we're not just gonna leave you necessarily... Um, totally just in the you know twisting in the wind um it is our intention to find a way out and to find find a way to figure out how all this has brought us to this place could be the key so pardon me a moment i'm going to confer with my comrades in arms of course I'm going to um, go and see who amongst these people can hold a sword. <laughs> she picks up the remains of the mace and takes it with her too. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to head over to Dermida. You kind of call the council. This, yeah, the, like a, a little team huddle. And Archibald, of course. Mm -hmm. And I little uh, point where did she let me take the book if I wanted to like study it longer, or is she like, uh, no, you can't take that? You can't take it, but uh, if you're right, within her like, presence, she goes over and takes it back from you as she begins to go and do other things. As she starts leaving, yeah. yeah, she lets you have a good long look at it though. That whole during time. that conversation with Fenris, could I have tried to rip out a page from the back, one of the empty ones? Sure. Cool. I do that. You do that, and you rip it out, and I rip it one there's of the pages, just a page yeah. right behind it, and it's just a regular piece of paper. Cool, and I look up at her, and um, she doesn't react, and then I do it oh, again. Oh, you do it within her sight? And then I do well, So I was picturing, like, she has this book, and I'm like, ooh, that's very interesting. Can I, like, study that? And I sit down against the wall, and I'm looking through this book, and my mimic licks it, um, and there's a conversation happening. She's like, okay, I'm right here. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And I look up, and I rip out a page. Um, and then I look up and I rip out a page. Uh, <laughs> and I keep doing it. Okay, if you keep doing it, she's like, no. And she speaks to you like that teacher nun that she was for years. And she's like, yeah. excuse me. You should not do that to other people's property. <laughs> Even, imagine. <clears throat> she's walking off. How many pages did I get? I ran down my sheet. You got about four. Nice. Four pieces of paper. Four paper. I can start scribing spells. Like, paper's expensive, okay? Yeah. Alright, so you guys have your little conference. What do you want to talk about? Okay, guys. I found a little bit more information. Um, apparently, the Eye of Pelor has duped everyone in this city with this companion as you saw like i i relate what basically she told me but with the context of what we know and so we know this guy does deals with devils and he's done something something to bring this whole city into hell and you know what we thought as a safe place is not that safe can maybe spend the night here and then figure out what we want to do we can go find this commander who's maybe looking for something to that could help us get out 
or we could make our own way out um, and then leave, and then leave these guys um, to their own devices. Like we have a few options. It does seem like staying holed up down here is not really a solution for anyone. Nope. Not that I'm saying that we need to go out of road to save anybody, but you know, where we're going, they'd probably want to follow, assuming we can find a way off of this place. And of course, Bella, I know you want to maybe, like, do you want to find more about your mom? Like... Um, I don't know if I will find out more about her here. Um, like, I don't think that this is where I would, I don't know. Let's go deeper. Would I feel like this is a place to look for clues about my mother? Like you're, I mean, not the un, not the undead one. Yeah, like beforehand. Yeah. Um, she was an. From what you know, she was close to the Eye of Peller at one point, and he came here. But there doesn't seem to be anything linking her specifically here. Um, yeah. Although I suppose it's possible, yeah. there hasn't been any hints yet. Yeah, let me put it another way. Okay. Um, we, in that major battle, fell through this portal, and we're in hell. And if you know, we could always go back, and um, you know hide from the eye of Pelor or do what do what we do no there's no hiding but maybe there's this is actually an opportunity here like this this thing this eye of Pelor brought this city down into hell he has a certain plan in place dealing with devils and we could really ruin his day you make a very good point. Do you think that this town is special for some reason, or it's just more mortals for them to throw you know, into the fire? He's Archibald doing does something. Pipe up and, and says, well, if you ask anyone from Elderope, besides myself, they have a pretty high opinion of themselves, especially as a holy rollers. It's, um, I imagine it's quite the feather in your cap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the old man. He's sitting Good there call. kind of playing rock, paper, scissors with a really young child and losing regularly. Which is a good thing. Um, and I'm gonna just kind of grab him. Oh, I'll see you later. Uh, be a good lad. Uh, yes. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I've, I've, I wanted to mention, but you've been busy. You've been very busy. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to say thank you. Oh, for what? Oh, helping me to remember. Well, I'm hoping... You could remember some more. Oh, you uh, liked. I, yes, yes, I would. I would like that. Um, can you go ahead and roll a d6 for me? 
Okay. I'll try. Yep. I don't know what that means, but probably not good. A one. <laughs> the old man kind of holds your arm and goes, Yes, I, I remember. I used to be able to shape change into a golden mammoth. And in this form, I would serve as the holy mount to uh, the, uh, um, what was the name? Oh, uh, of, uh, I would serve as the holy mount to, and then says a long series of, like, celestial titles, ending with, eh, yes, the, the eye. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Can you picture me as a mammoth? I could, actually. Um, so, potentially, do you think you were a druid? Does that sound familiar? Funny, I, I don't feel druidish. Hmm. I, I concur. <laughs> I... I do remember that I remember pieces. Go ahead and roll d6 again. Yo, Finn oh, said, um, druish. funny he doesn't one. look druish. Get another one. You got um, it, Yelfin. You got it. As I do it, though, um, this time we had some of the rocks that he had given mm -hmm. to uh, Fenris. And I'm going to ask Fenris to give me one or two of those rocks if he still has them. You have a few left. Yeah, sure. The ones that weren't uh, oh. weren't scorched by the blade, but the other ones, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this one. I nicknamed it Bobby. Oh, um, very... What was your D6? Your new D6? Two. <laughs> Not a one. It's a two this time. Woo, going up. <laughs> it's not like it's hard to go up from that. Yes, yes. Oh, I found this uh, very, very soon after. Uh, and Nishida fell. Yes, I was sad about that. But I had to find all what she was carrying. And she, she, she threw them very far. She always was very strong. That's probably why um, the eye yeah, gave <laughs> gave the eyes the holy sword to plunge to her to hide. And I helped. And um, I plunged it into a rock. And, and I believe she... No, I call... That was when I lost my wing. Yes. Yes, I remember. I called on every ounce of goodness in my heart to raise a shield around the, it, the sword. And uh, it became a fortress against the evil. And at this point, you look back at the old man as he's rambling, and you see one wing <laughs> unfold. And then the other side is this broken stump. What's it look like? 
It's, oh. It looks like a feathered wing, like an angel-style wing. Like mine, only with feathers on it. Right, but only one. The other one is totally yeah. torn off and, like, broken. They're just skeletal. Yeah. And and it just lasts for a second as as this remembrance happens. And then the old man looks up at you like, Oh. Yes. I like Bobby. But it wasn't one of the special ones. Not the ones that she threw. Not the ones that she died for. You you keep those safe, yes? Yes. Good. Absolutely. Good. 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 We wouldn't want the eye to be able to... No. Um, he tucked Bobby gonna, into his pocket. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to. Well, I'm assuming Fenris was right there. I'm there. I'm like, great, great, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, for those at home, they locked him into the gate through which they came and left them behind. In case you missed that episode. Yes. Um. <clears throat> All right. So that's about it for now, although it seems like the longer that that um, the old man stays here, he does seem to be remembering a few more bits and pieces. And he said, like, the sword, and he built a city around it. And a, he a also... Fortress. A fortress around it at all. Well, the way I understood it is he was the one who he made the fortress. Mm-hmm. With the remains. And that's what burned his wings. One of them, anyway. Yeah. Okay, well, it's something. Oh, Um, oh, and in the nature of talking to this celestial-type old man being, it is partly telepathic, so you actually get little snippets of visuals every once in a while. So when when I said that they... They built a fortress around it. You see the old man um, rip off, like literally holding this something important. Looks like a bit of a light source, maybe a sword or something. And reaching out, just severing their own wing in order to sacrifice. And then where the wing wrapped around this massive fortress begins to just. And that's the only snippet you get. Do we recognize the fortress at all? I was. Um, go ahead and do a perception check. Who, me or Fenris? Both of Both you. Of us. Yeah. So it's not just a Darmida only vision. No, Sorry, he's broadcasting to the people that he's talking to, and oh, it, again, okay. it's almost—it's like a super fast, like, and then it's gone. I also know if I recognize the sword. Uh, you don't. Although it. It did look a little like the sunblade that Archibald is carrying, but it's not the same. It's a different hilt. It's his sword. The Eye of the Lord. Yeah, that perception check did not help any. <laughs> but mine did. Yours did. So Gordon got 22. Um, you, you quickly kind of r- r- try to hold that image in your mind. And you realize that where the fortress was, that was not, that was not near El Terrell. That was, 
that looked like a reddish, ruddy background with hills, broken, craggy hills around the the roiling clouds. That was not on the mortal plane. Mm. That happened. It looked similar to this hellish sky you saw when you arrived here. Okay. So I'm going to keep that image in my mind because that that fortress could very well be down here. So I'm going to say, you know, Darmida, I think we, I got a flash of a vision. You may have gotten it. You know. Well, the weird thing is when you got that vision, you could see each other standing there. Yeah. So you know that you so, saw. So so we know we need the sword, the name, the eyes. Yeah. We're almost getting close to the name. We have part of his name. I think this is his sword, and I think it's in this fortress, and I think it's down here. Okay. So that's and probably yeah. they're started. Didn't yeah. he Wait, just he- say his name? No, uh, he didn't. He no. said all the titles. Yeah. There were titles, said, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hi, yeah. Lord. It's the closest he's gotten. Procurer of good sweetmeats. But in Celestial, oh. it sounds fancy. Okay. Right. A lesser god. Charcuterie. <laughs> Charcuterie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's time. Uh, so. We gotta find it. Yeah. What do you think about this commander? Maybe should we bother? Um, that helmet might be been helpful, but find it, or maybe the commander knows where it is, or it may just be a wild goose chase. Yeah, it is. I... After all, maybe we spend a little bit of time. Uh, this commander and her like her group could already be dead. But if they've already gained a lot of information, maybe we they can tell us. Possibly. We'll give maybe give it a shot for like a day, and then if it's nothing, we're out of here. Okay. I suppose the question is, what do we plan to do if it is not that? If that is the direction to take, that is progress, then we should go that, that way. Uh, I do want to see if we can find this uh, helm, though. I don't know why the helm would lead me astray. Hmm. Well, that's what. We, yeah, I agree. That's what we're thinking. We'll, we could try to find this helm. It might be useful to us, either finding a way out or finding this sword of this fortress. Cool. Or the commander may know, because they've done some reconnaissance and they may they, they, they'd be willing. Yeah. Uh, Todd. Yeah. What's up? Um, do I think, having like heard these stories and blah blah blah, and then I, I mean, I haven't literally seen the the helmet, so I can't visualize it. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think I could locate object this? Let's see, how does this spell work? Uh, look at a specific object known to you, but you have to have known to you. Otherwise, it can be direction, describe or name an object. I believe you could get it. Um, get a. Oh, there it is. The type. alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind. And would this be a helm, and therefore it would be useless, or can it be like a magic helm? You can try and find out if you like. Sure. I mean, it's my spell. <laughs> like, you know. 
I, so I'll happily prepare and waste the slot if that's a thing. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have prepared today or not. I assume we're sleeping tonight. Seems like that's yeah, what we're planning it's, it's to do. Pretty yeah, late now. I'm down um, to like just a few spells. Yeah. So I'm just curious if uh, yeah, I don't have it prepared right now, but it's if I know that that's going to not work, I won't prepare it, right? Um. The um, Archibald walks up um, to Ben Coombe. Um, you're awfully quiet, big man. I see you. You were earlier keeping a watch a bit away from people. Yeah, um, I had a, I had a bout in my head where Ben Coombe actually wanted to go south, but then you mentioned like secret doors, and I was like, eh, we'll probably be led somewhere at some point. Um, you could go what, and like scout and dig through the catacombs if you want to. I don't think I, that I would. Uh, I think that I probably would have been like. Are you sure? Said Archibald. Come <laughs> back and as Fenris is like I don't know I, I kind of see like Fenris and he's like planning and he's talking to Darmida and he's talking to F Felice and I'm just looking at all the people like you say there's like a hundred people in here right? Hundred uh, almost 120 now counting you guys and the people you brought you couldn't yeah. swing your sword without hitting one wink wink it's pretty crowded in here <laughs> I mean, it's Think. a very large catacomb, like main. Sorry, what'd you say? What'd you say, Trent? You got cut out. No, no, no. It's definitely what Ben Coom is thinking. Like how easily destructible these people are. Yeah, they're like, squishy. He, 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 with like you know the sword and stuff. He definitely is seeing them and like hearing voices that are just like, why not? Right, and um, we need more meat. And uh, he kind of like looks at. I don't know. I guess what it would kind of be like. You guys are all talking, and then you're all turning to me to be like, "All right, Ben Coom, Like, J I mean, Archibald just said something to you. Aren't you going to respond?" And I just kind of turn back to the group, <laughs> and I and I just I'm like, "What?" You've been picturing like slaughtering. <laughs> <laughs> This is pointless. Why are we even helping these people? Let's just find some stuff to make us stronger. Let's go deeper into hell and let's just single-handedly kill this Eye of Pelor. Simple I as... I must say I agree. Well, At big man point, swings for the fence. I'm going to walk up to Ben Coombe and look up at him because I have to look up. Your friend has been <laughs> for so many yeah. years. Yeah. Um... With a bit of a terse look and be like, what is wrong with you? And I'm actually going to ask him for his... Have I noticed a behavior, like a, not a behavior, but... Yeah. Uh, Here is reacting to a behavior change. So I don't know. It's not. It's not meta to be like... Are we reacting to how weird and douchey Ben Coombe is acting? Because he's been acting weird and douchey. Well, and, <laughs> and Bella, you've known him for years and for years. Yeah. I care what's going to be her. Yeah. 
I care about people. Right before I went to hell, one of my bonds was like, let's break people out of jail. And now I'm like, I don't give a shit about these people. So. That's, yeah. that's what I that's why I was kind of like, hmm. hmm. I and you said it earlier and I let it slide. Well, you were busy. But now, I was a little busy then, but now I'm not. And I want to I want to pull on that thread. Sure. Now you walk up to me. I mean, we're all like within five, ten, fifteen feet of each other. So well, yeah, imagine, you, uh, you can have it off to the side, or you can have it all in front of the group. It's up to you. It's better that you this is time. Time. Yeah, the face for sure. Oh yeah, no, I go Darmida on his ass, like how I would be when we <laughs> first got together, and I felt like I had to, you mm. know. Yeah. Yeah, rein me in because I wasn't really paying attention um i, I think even without a uh, insight check just based on like the length of our relationship of knowing like ben coom um most of the time when you look at him he kind of has a subservience thing where he's more willing to take orders and directive um so w- usually when you try to bend him he'll kind of like go to your will like oh yeah you want to go east instead of west like okay like you know you convinced me just by looking at me but there's no give there's no give in his eyes there's no give from the relationship that we've had it's he doesn't seem to recognize what he knows about each of you that well and... huh oh dear oh dear what did you do, Darmita? You just walked up and looked at Benkum, or did you say something? She did say something. <laughs> I asked him what the hell's <laughs> literally going on with him. I think I responded that with, uh, what, Darmita? Upset you didn't get to shoot enough devils today? You're in hell. Enjoy it. I, look, I turned around the room, kind of like looking at them. You enjoy this? Sitting in your own filth? You disgust me. And I use Aura of Dread from my greatsword to shock the entire room around me. Uh, Nice. No cap on how many people. So if I'm swarmed by people, that's like 50 saves. So all I have to do is make an intimidation check, really. All right, go ahead and make an intimidation check. What's the range on it? That's 30 feet. There's probably a lot of people within. Th- well, there's probably about, yeah, not that I think, many. I mean, the whole chamber is about a hundred feet by a hundred feet, yeah. so it's like being in a gymnasium almost, but lower ceiling, yeah. um, like I vaulted. And I and I shout at the people. All right, so um, let me just find that. Uh, Dread aura. Where is oh, that? I really wish I could use my luck point on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of luck points now. You get now. to radiate a aura of dread for one minute. Um, any creature hostile to you must make a DC 18 wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they're frightened until the end of the turn. It. And you were declaring everyone once. hostile? I think uh, my understanding was uh, 30 feet people are they are obviously you know enemies around me right and because i would want to target enemies and it i thought it read uh compete my intimidation with like 
everybody's surrounding insight, more or less. That sounds more and, fun, uh, but uh, how about you just make an intimidation roll just for the, the shits of it? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I want you to roll 50. No, I'm not going to. I'll just do it. Right, but I want to roll. Yeah. I, I would love to see how we react. Yeah, yeah. The important you're all within the PCs. that range. Yeah, so go ahead and make your... Uh, Jesus. That was a natural one. Ow. <laughs> I mean, it's the sword, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the the sword gives me this ability. So, what is it we're rolling again? Uh, uh, five. Oh, I thought you said against. Sorry. Everybody has to roll. It's really the exertion of my force, more or less. I don't think I have any sway over I'm gonna, these people. Uh, here's the thing: you you totally bomb your intimidation check, as it's more like a tantrum rather than a, an intimidating situation but yeah. the magic within the sword could still have an effect with those near and dear to you uh or actually opposite of near and dear to you um go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw everyone at the table Boom. 16. felice mm -hmm. you are frightened of ben Coom in this current moment even though He's kind of pathetic. Cool, <laughs> that, that, that is Bella? a little farther than I would have said. It's what they do not... I... You are All right, well. whatever you say. Gordon, uh, Fenris. Sorry, not Danita. Frightened. You, you were frightened. Fenris, you were not frightened with the crit. In fact, Fenris, for a few seconds... Something weird kind of happens. Yes. Yes, do you speak do you speak abyssal? Um I'm sorry, not abyssal. You do you infernal? speak infernal? Yes. It's still a bit okay. by the way. Uh I in fact actually I do believe I um I, should speak, I speak both. Common, abyssal, and infernal. Because you're like Shadow Sork or whatever? Uh, it's part of like kind of like you can't background, quite yeah. make out what the words are but when Ben Coombe was having his meltdown you only Gordon managed to see through that and you heard another voice almost trying to puppet his voice like an echo mm -hmm. leading him and he, it would just a, a half a beat before he speak, spoke, this other voice spoke, and he echoed it. Okay. I am going to say to Ben Coom, I'm going to try to persuade him and say, Ben Coom, you have been cursed. There is something that is an entity that is manipulating you. It could be, it could be the sword or something. I, I sense it and I hear it. Do not listen to them. They are trying and I'm going to try to persuade you. you. It is trying to it is trying to destroy you from within. Evil rise. We will defeat them, and you will free me. You have promised your soul Fight to it. me. Fight it. You're a fighter, Benkum. You're stronger than this. Don't. Be what is it? Fool. Is it the sword? Is it the chains? It's affecting you now. I, mean, I don't know if I can roll persuasion or I don't know it's like what it is, but I'm trying to reach out to Ben Coom because I know that he's not like this. 
And I know specifically now that there's something magical, an intelligence that is trying to control him. And I'm trying to help him break free of it without being, um, without trying to attack or, or cast a spell against him or anything like that. So I don't know if this, this gives Benkum like a will save or, or I don't know, like how you want to do that. Your words, as moving as they are, Benkum, you hear your professed leader speaking. <clears throat> you also hear this other voice echoing in your head, promising you lots Everything you can imagine. Murder. The chains digging painfully into your arms. The sword. Uh, where do you keep it? On your back? Just carry it in your hand. <laughs> um, I really like to think that I'm just so tall. I, I treat it like a scabbard that just cut a little bit loose. Nice. Like you guys I guess I don't know I'm just super cool I woke up like this but um, uh, I think a little bit more realistic it would be more of like a like a, a sword that I would be like alright so you feel it thrumming like just vibrating on your back a little bit against, against I instinctively you. bring my hand to like the hilt and I just kind of like <laughs> like pet it I stroke it I guess and um I look at uh, I look at Fenris. I look at Darmida. <laughs> I look at Felice, who's probably in a different room, figuring out a different puzzle. <laughs> I mean, you scared me, but it's one of those like, ah, I'm gonna stay here. Not ah, I'm gonna run away. Scares, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're trying to stop us. You must. I say, you must kill them. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> they. Do <laughs> it. That voice, that voice is me. <laughs> say, I say. Do you remember that first fight? Golden Eyes? That stone giant? It just nod my head. <laughs> you saw me. In my full glory. Stand after a mountain had fallen on me. You need me more than I need you. Remember that when you take your next hit. And I walk. Some, sorry, <laughs> And I and I just kind of turn, and I and I brush past Fenris and whatever chivalrous attitude he has towards me, and uh, I make my way towards the, uh, I guess, southern tunnel, maybe southern lip, like. I need to be cool. I need to walk away from this. Is kind Absolutely. Of, and you walk away. They can't yeah. curse me, and I don't want to listen to them, and I want to hurt them is kind of the goal. Darmida. You've been through Thanks. a lot. <laughs> but you've never seen him like that. Mm -hmm. 
Fenris, I think I would notice if he was cursed. It's something I think I'm <laughs> quite adept at noticing. Oh, he's... The territory. It's the sword. Mm-hmm. It's been ever since we got down here. He's stroking it. I heard a voice. <laughs> yeah, he's stroking his hidden lord sword. <clears throat> HL. I killed a giant with a boat. I don't need a sword. It can't control me. Yes, he has been stroking his hidden lord sword. And he's moody. And Broking he's not the... behaving the same Dermita. Dermita. King Adelaide. Maybe the only person to help release him. It's a difficult time when a Goliath goes pu through puberty, I'll tell you. <laughs> he's an adolescent boy. <laughs> And I think with that, we're going to call it a night. <laughs> probably should. Yeah, probably. You yeah. guys, <coughs> you guys, just as a little bit of housekeeping, you have a sleep. long rest. Yeah. Okay. And in the morning, uh, you can decide. Uh, well, you can do more before then if you want, but. Uh, I mean, uh, what I would say is, yeah, I want a long rest, but I, I think like we're going to have a bit of a, uh, uh, like, take turns keeping watch keeping watch for devils keeping watch for bankum and i'm basically going to tell it like darmida like we need to get that sword away from him i didn't don't want to get into a confrontation but it's your friend is cursed like our friend is cursed oh i agree and and oh yep <laughs> <laughs> If you hadn't done that first, I was gonna necrotic shroud you. Yeah, I was. I was like, man, if I do this, she's just gonna. And then you got frightened, and I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. you were in a necrotic shroud. It was funny because we were just looking at your uh, like Asmar stuff during the break because we were talking about the light cantrip, and then I was like, oh, oh yeah, it's like this fallen Asmar. Oh, okay, transformation one minute, and then I was like, oh shit, I pretty much have your effect, like the frighten effect, more or less. Pretty much, yeah. it's the yeah, <clears throat> going to do it because I was gonna do, but the thing is, Todd, and that is an interesting thing because I read it the exact same way that Trent reads it. Um, with my necrotic shroud, it's anybody. Oh, that's right. It it can be allies too. Yeah, which is why I'm very careful to use it. Now, my question would be: an ally who's seen it before, I'd probably give him advantage. Okay, advantage. Yeah, yours is very specifically like. Which would suck because Ben could have advantage against it because he's seen it. I mean, probably without actual spells to heart, like, stop me, I think if I raged, it's possible I could take all three of you guys on if there's no, like, environmental, uh, 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 uh I can banish you. Yeah, there you go. See, that's, but that's what, yeah, that's winning, right? I'm just saying. It's a tough, it's a tough call, because it's like, shit. I really thought hard about like what to say at the end because I was like, how do I? Because they solve all the problems. I just 
You hit things. No, you are. Look, Bankum is the smartest member of the party, and we need him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, the episode name. Gemini underscore twin. Set. <laughs> episode title suggestions. Troubles with Goliath oh, puberty. Man. Trent, you just raised or possess this sword from stroking like, nonsense. A bit, you know, yeah, la 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 la. Kill some devils. Da da da. Oh, there's a commander. We'll figure something out. To like now, it's like, oh, now you gotta walk with a party member you don't trust. Oof. Oh, this is like. Sorry to interrupt, guys. This is wonderful stuff. Jim and I did, however, uh, speak. I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, he's got a great episode title suggestion: Troubles with Goliath puberty or possessed sword stroking nonsense <laughs> i like come on to me. that's like pretty good possessed sword stroking nonsense I, I i feel like it's so weird on so many levels i feel like i would have just said i would have just said maybe like hidden lord troubles hidden lord <laughs> uh, the simplicity yes always oh, better love it Yep, um, and you guys are also welcome to either spin, uh, like spin off of that idea or uh, suggest your own for titles. Anyone else in chat, if you want to jump in, we can have a good old-fashioned title suggestion throwdown. Goliath. Sorry, what was that? Oh, your voice cut out. Oh, I just said the secret life of a teenage Goliath. <laughs> I like it. Are you? What's the maturation rate of Goliaths? I don't know. Are you there, <laughs> Hidden Lorne? It's me, Margaret. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be uh, too funny. <laughs> oh, what's the puberty book? Like, you know the one? It's me, Margaret. It's me, Ben Coombe. Yeah, it's me, Ben Coombe. <laughs> Are you there, Hidden Lord? It's me, Ben Coombe. <laughs> oh. Yep, I think that, that did it for me. Ah, that's funny stuff. <laughs> um, dude, jeez. Right, you got to make it to like our next game then, right? Like this is going to be interesting. I'm good for the rest of uh, August. I might go. Oh, okay. Speaking Sweet. of which, I it's going to be a game time decision whether I'm back for next Tuesday. I think I will be. I think I'll be back for next Tuesday, but uh, I will have to uh, let you guys know on the Discord and internet. I will let you know on um, uh, Instagram. I need to do more of that. I miss that. Don't forget to check out Darcy's Instagram too. He he's much more active than I am. Hey, artist. I'm also slipping, slipping on it. Yeah. Slipping. Well, it's the summertime. Summertime in the city, you know, and out yeah. of the city. But uh, thanks for the game. Both doing better than me because I don't have one. Well, then you're doing the best, actually. You're free. You are free yeah. from the mindless scroll. We're all cursed. We all have a <laughs> an item okay, that's let's telling not go us there. to do things. All right. Um, thanks very much, everybody, for watching. Thanks for playing, guys. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And we'll see Bye. where we go next. Yeah, yeah, no, I super love this episode. Great job, everybody. Yeah, thanks. And also, um, the, the people on stream didn't know, um, didn't know, but we had a little chat afterwards to just try to aim. And I have goals, and I think you guys have some goals. And I feel like uh, this, for me anyway, felt like it went really a little bit closer to what I would like it to go, which cover a little more ground, get some RP, a little bit of combat, but don't belabor it, that kind of thing. So that's... Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Three and a half hours. 
All right. Well, thanks very much, everybody. We'll uh, we'll say good night then. Go to credits if I can find the freaking button. Thanks again to- so much for Gemini um, and for followers. Uh, we got subs. Uh, Grimdor recently rolls with advantage. Uh, Yaofen, thanks so much, and everybody else in chat and wa- lurkers and watchers and people watching on and podcasts and stuff. So check out our stuff uh, if you want to check the backlog. And thanks for a minute. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Hey, Trent, you want to take us out with your radio guy? All right, and uh, could I get reminded again of Dreams and Shadows? We're back. Trying to make sure that everybody is Gemini just enchanted by this new Kickstarter Set. on its way to the Y'all shops. have a good night. Now, keep in mind that if you go to your local Home Depot, you will not find this fucking board game. But if you end up stopping at Spielhouse or any of the places you like going to board game at, well... You're in for a fucking doozy. Gordon, what's the name of this new and improved board game on Kickstarter? Lost Ones. Thank you for the intro on that again. Lost Ones. Lost Ones. Lost Ones. Here, I'll do the spooky voice. Oh my god, you're killing me. Lost Ones. (laughs) Kickstarter.com. Lost Ones. Yeah, thanks very much, everybody. Thanks again. And Gemini, you have a good night as well. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you later.